This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Camp Out for Hunger 2022, our 25th anniversary of this event taking place. Yeah. Incredible as we uh, dive right into it. And I'm telling you what. This setup is amazing. We're going to go on and on about it, I'm sure, as we go through the morning today. It's certainly befitting the 25th that we have the best setup we've ever had. Yep, so we'll dive into all that, but let's get through the particulars first. Let's take a look at the weather forecast and see how we're going to do. It is almost balmy out today. It's toasty warm. 76 is going to be our high. It's already, like, I've, I've overdressed. Yes. Uh, I wore long pants. I'm taking my pants off. You should, because it's going to be fantastic today. Now, after this, things cool off, so tomorrow we're going to get a little more seasonable. High's going to be about 60 degrees, partly sunny skies and then sunshine on wednesday high 60 and thursday will be in the mid to upper 60s by the way weather looking for food trucks and fire trucks on wednesday splendid yes. for wednesday so it's a beautiful thing let's take a look at traffic say we're doing this morning kathy what do you have for us well first we need to thank a number of people who help us with the camp out every year bimbo bakeries comcast spec decor and the philadelphia flyers campbell's chunky soup white horse rv center Origlio beverage acme markets keen compressed gas Precision Solutions, Duncan, Shore Microphones, Xfinity Live, Victory Brewing Company, Mayfair Fence, and the Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters Local 158. There's an accident on Easton Road at Glenside in Sheltonham to watch out for. Also, Henry Avenue at Summit Avenue, another accident, 95 southbound, slowing from Cotman through to Bridge. Uh, and then on the 30 bypass eastbound, we've got an accident here at 113. You're slow back to 322. In New Jersey, 55 northbound, slowing Deptford to 42. An accident on 295 northbound at the 42 freeway. That one off to the shoulder. This traffic report brought to you by Boston Architectural College. Virtual open house. Boston Architectural College offers excellence in design education. Virtual open house, November 8th. Visit the-bac.edu. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, no, uh, November 7th, not November. November. November 7th. November, bro. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, oh. November 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, nine people were rushed to the hospital after Philadelphia police say multiple shooters opened fire on the streets of Kensington. Investigators said it happened at 1045 on Saturday uh, near the intersection of Kensington and Allegheny. Police said multiple shooters exited a black vehicle and fired at least 40 rounds, striking nine people. Officers in the area heard the gunshots and responded. The victims are male and female, and they range in age from 23 to 40 years old. On Sunday, police said four victims were listed in critical condition and five others were listed as stable at an area hospital. Investigators are still trying to figure out the motive and they're still searching a surveillance video that captured may have captured the gunfire. Given the nature of the mass shooting, officers said everyone in the area should be worried. Kensington and Allegheny is a busy intersection where people are frequently outdoors. Police said it may have been even busier than normal on Saturday night uh, because it was warm and the Phillies were playing, which was drawing crowds out to local bars. So, Kath, K&A, I thought was always like... Um like a heroin spot, and people uh, would get yeah. their were cop their 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 drugs and stuff like that. I don't know if that's if it's still that. I don't know that same area. Okay, we need to bring that back. Yeah. Calm things down. In response to the mass shooting, Mayor Jim Kenney tweeted, I'm appalled and devastated by this despicable, brazen act of gun violence. My heart is with the family and loved ones of those injured and with everyone impacted by this tragedy. Do you know what's weird, though, Kathy? There, there's so much surveillance. We, we see more than yeah. we've ever seen before, and yet it, it, it's hard to 
find these people, you know, to find the people responsible for this stuff. It seems we have countless hours of footage, but it doesn't seem like we're finding a lot of them. Well, they said they're still looking through the surveillance, so hopefully it will help them. Uh, But they're asking anyone with information to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. Authorities say they still don't know what caused several dozen children and adults to fall ill at a Northampton County, Pennsylvania school last week, prompting an evacuation. Chief Scott Van Wy of the Hanover Township Volunteer Fire Department uh, told the Allentown Morning Call on Sunday that tests of the air turned up nothing to uh, explain what affected 48 children and adults Friday at Lehigh Valley Academy Regional Charter School. Emergency responders were sent to the school after nearly a dozen people were reported sick in one of the three buildings. Uh, officials responded, uh, emergency responders uh, were sent to the school after nearly a dozen people reported sick in one of the three buildings. Officials said that building, which houses 7th through 12th grade students, were evacuated out of an abundance of caution, but normal operations continued in the other buildings where there were younger students. I mean, think that it must have been Sloppy Joe Day at the cafeteria. <laughs> and that wiped them out? <laughs> that must have wiped them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Mauser, CEO of the Lehigh Valley Academy Regional Charter School, said most of those taken to hospitals for evaluation had been released as of Friday night. Fire and hazmat officials checked for oxygen, carbon monoxide, hydrogen fluoride, and flammable gases and found all within normal ranges. A visual inspection for hazardous materials also failed to turn up anything, and the HVAC unit was found to be operating properly. The building owner was scheduled to bring in air quality specialists in coming days to further evaluate the building. The charter school uh, has one 1,825 students who come from 16 school districts in the area. Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey launched his new nonprofit clothing line Sunday. The Be Philly Foundation is set to help organizations that have proved to help improve the academic and economic situations of city kids. I've been interested in trying to help kids in particular reach their potential for a long time and trying to figure out for a long time and trying to figure out the best way uh, it is to do that Kelsey said we've partnered with a couple groups right now and I feel really good about where we're at I figured what I could do is offer a way of trying to start a movement a clothing company that can embrace obviously the pride of Philadelphia and try and raise money towards initiatives and people that are doing great work in the city and that are doing our mission which is helping people reach their potential Kelsey's clothing line underdog apparel will contribute hundred percent of sales wow. from the line to the foundation Nice. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Eagles, who are 8-0 and are the only undefeated team in the NFL, are back home next Monday night, the 14th, to host the Washington Commanders at 8-15. Yesterday in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants both had buys while the Commanders lost to the Minnesota Vikings 20-17 in Washington. Nine games into the season, the Sixers are 4-6 and and have lost two in a row. They're at home tonight and will host the Phoenix Suns. Tip off the schedule for 8 o'clock. The Flyers, who won in Ottawa over Claude Drew and the Senators on Saturday night, are back home tomorrow night. Uh, and They'll host the St. Louis Blues. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And in what's considered a first in North American professional sports, Philadelphia has become the only city to lose two championships on the same day. Yeah! On Saturday uh, afternoon, the Union lost to the LAFC, falling in penalty kicks. And later that night, uh, the Phillies lost Game 6 of the World Series, falling to the Astros 4-1 in the game and 4-2 in the series. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And thank you guys for being here early. Wow. Look at that. 
Our early risers have shown up this morning to show some support on First Aid Camp Out for Hunger. I never know how it's going to turn out. I'm always delighted to see that anybody came by at this godforsaken hour to uh, come in and say hello. I find it hard to wake up just for me. That these yeah. people would come out and, and do this is awesome. So thank you guys. We have a bigger and better setup than ever before for Camp Out for Hunger, our 25th year of doing this event. And... Uh, uh, last year was a scale back. You know, we had COVID. Obviously, we had a couple of years where we had to shrink things down. Well, it's back in full force now, and uh, we're excited about the the week. Well, in those years, you still managed to continue to support everything, and yeah. it's good to be back because part of this whole thing is to say we want to give you something for being so generous as you've been for 25 years. And so we put on this carnival and this sort of festival thing going on all week here. And uh, you're, you're owed a few, so we, we've made it that much better this year. Yeah, and as we lead in, we were talking on the phone last night, we're going to kind of keep a, uh, a theme going uh, this week. You know, you're going to hear a, a lot of people popping on the air with us and, and making these uh, high uh, monetary donations, and, and, you know, that's become amazing. It's an incredible part, but uh, the, the heartbeat of this, the lifeblood of it all, uh, has been the people who just stop by with a bag of food and drop that off, and we want to continue to encourage that. We've had... Tremendous support in different ways from places like Acme where you can go in at the register and you can make a donation. It's right. that simple. Uh, but we still absolutely love uh, the tangible part of this event where people bring down bags of food, drop it in the box, come by. And, and, and I think uh, uh, people feel a certain connection when they do that themselves as well. You know what I mean? Well, you know, and I agree 100% because that rolls over. They don't have to. That has, you know, that's not cash. Then you have to go through the process zone and so forth. Yeah. That's immediate. food all ready to go. Yeah. And then they'll box it up and send it out. So, and, and again, we've said it time and time again. People come down and, I don't know if this is going to do any good. Yeah, it'll do good. For Hell the family yeah. that sits down to eat it, it'll be really good. Yep, most definitely. So don't think your donation, whatever size, is meaningless. And again, Preston, seeing that actual tangible food come in is the heart of this. And we got some great stuff planned for the week. We're going to do some traditional things like our uh, Pop Shot Challenge that's coming. We'll be doing that on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday morning is okay. uh, when we have that planned. And later that night will be the Food Trucks and Fireworks <laughs> event. And, uh, you said great weather. Unfortunately, we don't have to worry about a uh, parade yeah. getting in the way. Yeah, we just have our own parade. Yeah. By the way, you guys know we set a record for the first major city to have two championships lost in one day. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, that's we right. did, didn't you we? Came straight. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Well, we, we That's still cool. It, it's it's is it? still cool. Is it really? We were the is first it? to do that. We were the first to throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Come on now. It's, it, and yeah. also the cradle of our nation. Yeah. Yes. And Two. Rocky was here. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Rocky won. When everything else fails, remember Rocky. Uh, but we'll, we'll have to recap. Uh, the Eagles. The, uh, the, well, the Eagles are doing yeah. phenomenal. So that's, that's a wonderful thing to hang our hat on. But we'll have to recap some of this stuff that uh, happened over the weekend when we get a chance to chat later on. But we do have some fun things planned for today and some friends stopping. Stopping by uh, our buddy Robert Irvine, who's always a great supporter of this event, is going to swing in this morning. Uh, and I was very happy to see somebody in the audience is wearing a Y100 Fez. Yes. From our wow. old concerts we used to do wow. from the festival. And we are going to have a Y100 reunion this morning because this event, the Camp Out for Hunger, started when Steve and I and Casey and actually Nick and, and Kathy worked at, at Y100 as well. They were uh, they're not even born, Preston. When we began time. the yeah. event, no. 
Uh, Kathy's so young. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's true. So uh, it began there, so we're going to do a little tribute to that, and we have a, a large member of the original staff of Y100 stopping by when we worked there. Yeah, anyhow. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're excited to have those guys pop in today. That's going to be a lot of fun if you're a longtime listener. Uh, our buddy Michael Barkan is coming by. Uh, we also have uh, 6ABC Action News here and PHL 17. And uh, we're just going to have a good time, if yes. we can, to get things off. And we have we got to go through um, uh, some uh, things that we do each and every year. We're definitely going to talk to uh, Lori Jones, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Phil Abundance, kind of kick things off here in a little while. Yeah, we need to put the word out. Just get you in the right frame of mind. And uh, I do want to mention that we have hourly uh, sponsors and spotlights, and I want to mention our friends at Beanbow Bakeries USA, proud supporter of uh, Phil Abundance. And sponsor of our Camp Out for Hunger broadcast tent as well. I think we got the kinks out of the way before the show even started. We had our first spill, and we had our power outage. Yeah, both those things happened before we went on the within, air today. Within 15 minutes of each other. Which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And since we're, we're back uh, in this, this uh, fashion... We also have live music here, and I'm so excited that the bands are back. We didn't have those the last two years, so now we get to do that. And it's tradition uh, that Chico's Vibe is on yeah! our first day. Love these guys. I'm going to mention gigs they have coming up and stuff like that. So they're going to take us in and out of the commercial breaks. They're going to be playing music while we're in the breaks here to entertain uh, those who come by and hang out. So it is definitely a party-like atmosphere, and we want you guys to stop by in person and see us while we're broadcasting live. We'd love to see you. If you can't make it in the morning, Pierre Robert is here for his show, yeah. and Brent Porsche will be here in the afternoons as well. So you can come by all day long. Meet the people you've been wanting to meet if you've been a longtime listener of MMR and uh, contribute and just be a part of this whole thing in person. Uh, so with that, I think we're going to strike up the band and we're yeah. going to take a break and come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report and more stupid question. Camp out for hunger. Full force back 25th year on 93.3 WMMR. We will be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Don't forget Chico'sVibe.com to find out about everything. I'm going to give the guys uh, some plugs later on, some gigs they got coming up and everything. But uh, in the meantime, we got some other stuff to get to. We're going to do a prize. We are going to give away for the stupid question this morning. A pair of tickets to see. I should have looked at this ahead of time. Uh, Vic Batito at the Keswick Theater on February 24th. So the question that I will ask, and you will call him with the answer, hopefully, is this. The majority of the world's real cinnamon comes from what country? The majority of the world's real cinnamon. That's the way it was phrased. Comes from this country. Yeah. Two Not one, the counterfeit crap. 215-263-WMMR. Apparently there's a difference in cinnamons. So let's see if you know the answer to that. What country? I'm going to go through some birthdays today while we wait for your call. Today is the 7th day of November. Uh, it is Christopher Knight's birthday. Today. Oh. 
Peter Brady of the Brady Bunch is 65. He's had a couple reality shows. Yeah. There's the one where he was involved with that um, cosplay girl for a while. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, real pretty gal. Yeah. They got married, right? Uh, yeah, and then they got unmarried. Yeah. And Did they, they met on The Surreal Life? I think they might have been. Florence Henderson was their life coach for a while. You know, Florence Henderson became a life coach later on in life. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Christopher Knight, super nice guy. We had him in the studio ages ago. And yeah. uh, he was, like, in great shape. Looks really good. He's yeah. A very nice dude. He's 65 years old today. Uh, it's Jody Mitchell's birthday today. Legendary folk singer and songwriter. It used to be I did not really appreciate Joni Mitchell all that much early on. And then once I really took a deep dive and started to realize, oh, she wrote that. Oh, she wrote that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's pretty phenomenal. And not only on a pop level, I mean, she's in, in the jazz world, she's very, very talented and does some... And mixed martial arts. And a mixed martial she's artist amazing. as well. Yeah. Uh, who knew the talent of Joni Mitchell? And happy birthday to her today at uh, 79. Uh, Tommy Thayer, he plays um, guitar in Kiss. He wears Ace Frehley's makeup now. Right. Uh, but he is a current member of the band, but not for much longer because they are... The fit, they, it's supposed to be the end-all, be-all as they are wrapping up. He is sick. Today. My friend Preston, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne just did back-to-back kiss cruises. Was back-to-back. <laughs> was there any difference between the first and the there second? There's a world of difference. On one, they did rock and roll all night and uh-huh. party every day. And then on the second one, they did rock and roll all night <laughs> and party every day. Wow. 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 Yeah, how can it be... Well, they... I, wouldn't you be one and done with the Kiss Cruise? He is, he is the biggest Kiss fan I know. And you know what? There's, those cruises are packed with people. Yeah. That be, they're, they're their own community. They just adore the band. He, he met my stepsister. He met your stepsister. On, a, on one of those cruises. I kid you yeah, not. Yeah, I know. I, Susan, she, she's like, do you know a guy named Dwayne who you know, owns a gym? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I met him on the Kiss Cruise. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. She lives in Kentucky. There you go. Crazy. Also, who knew you had a stepsister? I didn't. I, yeah, I was stepbrother, stepsister. I got a whole step family. So it's your dad's wife's kids? Yes, correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, So Tommy Thayer, 62 today. Johnny Rivers, uh, the singer who brought a secret agent man. I love Johnny Rivers. Yeah. The the uh, the poor side of town is one of my favorite songs. I agree. Rockin' pneumonia and the boogie woogie flu. He had a bunch of hits uh, in the 1970s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, He is 80 years old today. Another 80th birthday is Gene Shrimpton. Uh, oh. She was she was a model in the '60s. Yeah, she was a, yeah. kind of an it gal at that time, right? Uh, so she turns 80. Uh, then you have actor Jeremy London, who was on Party of Five and Seventh Heaven. Yeah, Is he the one yeah. who's got, got off the deep end? Well, it might have been his brother. He, right, they're twins. They're twins, yeah, yeah. Jeremy and Jason London. It's so funny because they do it with the um, oh gosh, uh, the dude who played for the uh, Buccaneers and the barber. Tiki Barber. Right. They're twins, right? And they only put the one twin on his birthdays. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, so oh, really? Why yeah. don't you put the other twin? Yeah. You only have Jason or you only have Jeremy? He only has I only Jeremy. have Jeremy. Did Jason do anything? Yeah. Was, yeah. was his twin born on the same day? Yeah. I, but I always get confused, but, but I think Jason was the one that was in Mallrats, right? I don't know. No, oh, no. Uh, Jason was in, uh, he was Pink Floyd, uh, Case, in, in, in Days, Days of Confused. confused. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Randall Pink Floyd. Uh, Jeremy is 50 years old. And also, Rodney, can you give us a little bit more of uh, Nick in the microphones, please? Thank you. I'm not very loud at all, Rodney, and I'm going to need some help, damn it. Yeah. And then we have the last birthday is uh, Morgan Spurlock, uh, the filmmaker. Oh, I like uh, that guy. Yes. We've had him in a couple of times. Yeah, Super Size Me was huge for him. Yeah. Uh, about McDonald's, where he only ate McDonald's for like a six year. months. Was it a year? Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Uh, so he turns 52 today. All right, we're going to see if we can answer the stupid question this morning. And uh, let me see here. We are asking the question. The majority of the world's real cinnamon comes from which country? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if we can make the phones work here. Do I click on the right or the left here? Do you remember, Casey? I, I think it's... I remember that. I think it's... Ah, oh, hell. Ah, hell. All right, I'll try this one. Let me see if we have Dominic. Hey, Dominic, you there? I'm here. All right, yeah. excellent. It works. Dominic, uh, the majority of the world's real cinnamon comes from what country, please? Would that be Sri Lanka? Sri Lanka is correct. Hang on, Dom. We're going to give you tickets to see Vic DiPetito, who's going to be at the Keswick Theater. February 24th, tickets go on sale Friday, and details at keswicktheater.com. So at the box office, uh, Black Adam was number one with $18.5 million in the take, uh, followed by One Piece Film Red. What's that? What? One Piece Film Red. Okay. Go to movies. Wait, this lady in the front. Anime. That's an anime. anime. Thank you. There we go. All right. Uh, Then we have uh, Ticket Paradise. Uh, Smile was fourth. Followed by Pray for the Devil, Lyle Lyle Crocodile, Banshees of Insharon. Yes, that's that. We had the uh, Independent Film Festival. It's about the guy, they're two friends, and one guy decides he doesn't want to be friends with the other guy, and we'll never explain why. Colin Farrell, right? Yes. Brendan Gleeson? Right. Uh, Then we have uh, Till, Halloween Ends, and Terrifier 2 (laughs) rounded out the box office. All right, uh, into some of the stories. We're going to start with a uh, pretty disturbing one. Uh, Singer Aaron Carter died. He was 34 years old. Uh, At the moment, uh, his cause of death is being investigated as of now. And the likelihood is it may be some some type of overdose because he had substance abuse problems. Uh, The pop star and rapper was found dead at his home in Lancaster, California on Saturday. Uh, He was the younger brother of Nick Carter, a member of the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Aaron started uh, into the music world uh, by opening for the popular boy band. He released his self-titled debut album in 1997 at the age of nine. Uh, Carter's second album, which featured the singles I Want Candy and Aaron's Party Come and Get It, or Come Get It, uh, were released in 2000 and went triple platinum. Uh, we have a clip of the uh, uh, who announces this to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys and, and Nick Carter specifically. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Okay, if you could roll that, Ryan. Thank you. Tonight, uh, tonight we've got a little bit of heavy hearts because we lost one of our family members yesterday. Nick's little brother, Aaron Carter, passed away yesterday, and he's a part of our family. And we thank you guys for all the love, all your well wishes, and all your support. So like Kevin said, we'd like to dedicate this next song to our little brother, Aaron Carter. You'll definitely beat this, brother. Horrible. You know, Horrible. So he had his own reality stuff going on shows, and, and uh, he was... There are a lot of people trying to step in and help him, yep. and he kept backsliding, and... Um, Sadly, it caught up with him. He also made television appearances on shows like Lizzie McGuire and Seventh Heaven. Uh, Carter continued to release music and had stints in reality TV, including uh, House of Carters in 2006 uh, with Nick and their three sisters, BJ, Leslie, and Angel. Uh, Leslie Carter 
died of an overdose in 2012. She was 25 years old. Uh, Aaron Carter released his last album, which was called Love, in 2018, his first full-length album in 15 years. But he also struggled with drug addiction and rocky relationships with his family. He had multiple stays in rehab. Uh, he was arrested for driving under the influence in 2017. In 2019, he public, uh, publicly admitted that he had a huffing addiction yeah. and had struggled with addiction to multiple drugs for years. That same year, uh, siblings Nick and Angel both filed for restraining orders against him citing increasingly alarming behavior. And just three days before he died, police had gone to his house because fans had called authorities for a welfare check after he appeared to be huffing on Instagram Live. Yeah, so, now, they, they later said that wasn't the case, but that's what it looked like, or he oh. said it wasn't, and I guess they were comfortable with that. He had also done, if you remember, in recent years, Preston, he'd done a couple of those Damon Feldman quote-unquote celebrity boxing matches. Yeah. I think he, he, he faced off against Betty White once, and then the... Uh, <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah, and then Stephen Hawking. No. no, no. He, but they were... they were um, Yeah, so he, he, was, he seemed to be actually up. Believe it or not, that actually seemed to be a highlight. They seemed wow. to be doing well. Uh, he leaves behind a son, which yeah, is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Prince, he and his fiancée, Melanie Martin, welcomed uh, the baby boy last year. So that's just horrible to hear about that. All right, lighter fare. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cable have a friendship uh, with healthy ba- boundaries. Yeah, they, they will only have sex every other day. No, 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 no. Uh, Brown spoke with a Deadline recently about her strict relationship with the Witcher star who she's worked with on both Enola Holmes movies. Uh, comparing Cable to her Stranger Things co-stars, uh, she said, It's different because I grew up with Noah and Charlie. I met them when I was 10. So for me, it does feel like your schoolmates. And with Henry, it feels like a real adult relationship. Like a really good friendship, a really healthy one. One that uh, we have terms and conditions. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, no, she's 18, correct? But... Uh, I believe so. Okay. She, she said, uh, I know Henry. He has uh, terms and conditions with me. I'm not allowed to ask about his personal life. It's like, Millie, shut up, no. And I'm like, understood. I think why this, people bring this up is because Cavill's involved with, isn't it, his girlfriend 19 years old? I don't know. Uh, whereas with the Stranger Things kids, she said it was different. There are no boundaries because it's like we are all siblings. Well, you and I set boundaries immediately. Yes. You know, we said, uh, listen... There's this sexual thing going on. We can't succumb to it. No, we can't give in because yeah, yeah. it would uh, it would be uh, bad for the show. Uh, by the way, I watched uh, the Enola Holmes uh, movies How over the weekend. It? Lovely, adorable, really? cute. Yeah. She is. She's adorable. She's super talented. She she makes she makes the movies great because she is so um, adorable. I can't think of another word and for it. And he's playing Sherlock Holmes. He's right? Sherlock Holmes. Right. Yeah, and she's Enola Holmes. So uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, so who's, who's playing Larry Holmes? There is no Larry oh, Holmes okay. in that. There's uh, Mycroft Holmes is in it, but not okay. Larry Holmes the boxer. This is our cousin. He's a boxer. Yeah. Uh, so she is, uh, she's enjoying that relationship with, uh, with Henry. Uh, let's see. Over the weekend, Kris Jenner's daughters celebrated their mother's 67th birthday in style. Her style, to be exact. Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and Kylie all dressed up like the matriarch of the family to wish her a happy oh, birthday. Oh, that's yes. wonderful. Isn't that nice? So fun. Oh, I, I, I just, I dream of living with the, that family and, and then, uh, <laughs> Then drowning myself. In an Instagram story published on Saturday, Kim shared that the theme of Jenner's party was dress as your best Chris. 
the Skims founder wore a glittery green gown to emulate Jenner's Christmas card from 10 years ago. Let's do that for Kathy's birthday. We'll dress as oh, it's just <laughs> like Kathy. her. Oh, what outfit would I choose, man? I don't know. I, would... I think the one with the apples on the yeah. boob. <laughs> you can wear the apple That's my t-shirt. Favorite. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, and we did a music video in it. Uh, Chloe represented Jenner's Platinum Blonde era, where Kylie channeled Jenner from the 80s, and Courtney dressed as Jenner's character in Ariana Grande's Thank You Next video. What do I get to be? Uh, Jenner's granddaughter, Northwest, also shared a TikTok in which she transformed into the Kardashian star. So they did that. It's just, that it's, I cannot hear enough about this family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes Bentley, the actor, opened up to Page Six recently about his heroin addiction. What? Uh, in the aughts that he had. and He's how Yellowstone, right? And how Robert Downey Jr. is the guy who helped him get clean. Isn't that wild? Yeah. He said, I was in the deepest throes of my addiction and in the worst place and at death's door, I guess, or at risk of it. And I saw him... Uh, be so bold and brave and open, and it saved me, he said. Uh, so I thought, if I do that too, I can maybe pass that on to somebody else. Uh, and he's been sober since 2009. Now, what I don't know, I, I think he just saw him from afar. And that go, was it? Going through his success story. I don't, I don't think that he actually stepped in and helped him out, but he used him as an example. Well, people don't, and we've talked about this many times, Robert Downey Jr. was gone. He was off the rails. Oh, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. He was in front of a judge every other day. Yeah. And uh, it was, oddly enough, it was Mel Gibson who stepped in and helped him get on the straight and narrow. sometimes all you need is just uh, an example. No, well, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, But no, just an example of, like, somebody doing it, and you're like, okay, if that person can do it, I can do it. It can be done, yeah. Yeah. I remember watching a a documentary about uh, Robert Downey Jr. just, like, last year, and I'd forgotten how often that guy was in court. Oh, God. I mean, he was constantly in front of a judge. He actually became a lawyer at the end of it. He should have. By osmosis. Uh, So Bentley shared that his addiction started shortly after starring in American Beauty. He said, I never had money before, so there was a lot of combination of things that I wasn't prepared for. But Robert Downey Jr. Jr. was kind of his muse for that. All right, on the opposite end of things, Ashton Kutcher and Savannah Guthrie uh, competed against each other in a beer-chugging contest on the Today Show on Friday as Kutcher prepared to run the New York City Marathon on Sunday. Uh, he said, it's pregame. You're carb loading. Or, or actually, uh, uh, Guthrie had said that to him. Uh, Carson Daly added, that's how you get those last .2 miles right there. Kutcher ran the marathon to raise money for his foundation, Thorn, uh, which aims to protect children from sex trafficking. I know a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people on social media from this area went up to compete in the marathon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. Is it one of those things where you have to um, qualify for it, like a Boston Marathon? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly prestigious, but I really? think... Really? You have to qualify for the Boston Marathon? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, you no don't kid. You have up, to yeah. sing one song. I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. <laughs> uh, Rebel Wilson took to her Instagram stories on Saturday to let fans know that she and her girlfriend, Ramona Agruma, are not, in fact, engaged. What? She said, thanks for the well wishes, but we are not engaged. Well, I'm returning that gift. Uh, She wrote this over a video of herself with Agruma at Disneyland. Uh, This comes after multiple outlets reported that the pair were engaged after less than a year of dating. I'm sorry, Mel. Mel is furious. They are not. He bought them sweetheart champagne glasses, Preston. They're not engaged. Sorry, Mel. By the way, if you want to get the absolute cheapest gift possible, the champagne 
the flutes, you know, that, yeah. yeah, you go, they, they're like boxes yeah. of them, like in Boscos and stuff. Is that worse than the wind chimes? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't no. even no, on your register. That, that's a, yeah, that's a that's a good call. Wind chimes are worse. Yeah, because yeah. you, um, you might feel obligated to put them up and then regret it immediately. Yeah, but yeah. you can smash the chimes with a hammer. I mean, you can smash the <laughs> the glasses, or you can just stick them somewhere and never use them, which is what them. we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what well, most people do. Yeah, uh, that, that china that we used. Never. Never. I don't think. I mean, it's really nice. But I will say, the first wedding I ever like went to as a uh, grown-up and adult, my right. buddy John, I, I feel like I owe him another gift because it was crappy. Yeah. What'd you get him? Uh, Wind like chimes. <laughs> like I don't even think I got him something on the register. Like I think I just went to like Strawberries and like I'm like, here's a plate. I did. You know? I before I knew <laughs> about the register. Yeah. yeah. I would just go by. You know, I'd buy, like, a, a Batman statue or something, <laughs> if you don't there want you know. it. Yeah. But, no, it's the whole concept of the register was... Yeah, we need this. Alien. Or yeah, we, yeah. We, we, this is what we want. You don't need this. And you didn't this. know about that. Yeah. That's why Kathy, Kathy always registered for the dream catchers. Yeah. God. Yeah. I think I hate wind chimes just as much as the dream catchers. Aw, we'll put yeah. that on your registry. <laughs> so, by the way... Please start sending Kathy. No, no. <laughs> and dream catching. Let me, wait, let me tell you a quick story. My roommate in college loved uh, wind chimes, and she would hang them outside on our front porch. <laughs> and my bedroom window was out, looked out to the front uh, porch. That's not fair. So I would take them down and throw them on the, <laughs> on the ground, and then every day they'd be hung they'd back, be back up. up. So finally I just cut them. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I hated them. Yeah. And they kept me awake, did, Preston. Did, the did you ever ring to her and saying, I, I, could you move those? Did that ever occur to you? No. We, at this time, we didn't really have a great relationship. Oh, we I do, wonder why. We're fine now. No, no. You're fine now? Yeah. Did you ever tell her about the wind chimes? No, I don't think. I right mean, she, I, she had to have known. I mean, it was literally right outside my window, and then all of a sudden, one day, they were cut down. Why didn't she, she took my sandwich out of the refrigerator, so I crapped in a birth control pill. Yeah. She probably thought it was like a raccoon or a squirrel yeah. got up there. Or the wind. No, yeah, right. the wind. She wasn't stupid. Why um, <laughs> didn't she put them up outside of her window? Well, because it was the, I, my room faced the porch, so hers would, I, her, her room was upstairs on like the, the third floor house? or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was, it, listen, it was a logical place to put it. I just hated them. Okay. All right. Are you sure she liked them and maybe she just didn't like you and hung them up there on purpose? That is a possibility. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, people reports that over the weekend, one day at a time, actress uh, Valerie Bertinelli uh, changed her name on Twitter to Elon Musk, who of course now owns the platform and wants to charge $8 for a blue check mark. Uh, she wrote, the blue check mark simply meant that your identity was verified. Scammers would have a harder time impersonating you. That no longer applies. Good luck out there. So she claimed to be, she changed her, uh, her name to Elon Musk. Uh, and Sarah Silverman uh, did the same thing. She changed her name and profile picture to imitate Musk as well. And she wrote, I'm a freedom of speech uh, abs uh, absolutist, and I eat duty for breakfast every day. So, <laughs> so that was her tweet. Have okay. your duty for breakfast. Uh, we also have uh, Bachelorette host Jesse Palmer spoke with us weekly on Saturday about Gabby Windy splitting from Eric Schwer. I know you're deeply invested in this story. Very much and so. And I know that it means a lot to you, but uh, we're talking about the Bachelor Nation world. Yeah, I'm a Schwer guy, by the yeah, way, yeah. so I like the Eric Schwer. Eric Schwer. Uh, less than two months after the pair got Thank you so much. Got engaged on the show. And that music was hurting my ears. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's very loud. 
Uh, he said, I spoke to her yesterday. I yes- like when you touch my pee-pee. I spoke to her yesterday, spoke to Eric this morning, and I know they're still trying to kind of work through things, so just giving them the space that they need, he oh, told the, the outlet. Uh, they are two amazing people. They're amazing. And everybody saw the potential in the relationship. And just wish them the best for whatever that is, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever I'm talking about. Uh, Wendy uh, and Schwer confirmed the news that they were going their separate ways on Friday. Have you seen any of these things? Have you invested more than a couple of minutes in any of these shows, The Bachelor? Uh, not in years. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of years ago where I did get caught up in one of them. I forgot. It might have been the Hannah Brown one. Yeah. Remember that her? That's a popular one, yeah. I do remember watching that a little bit. But it was always by accident. It was always like, you know, if it just something else was on and the TV was left on that and you I happened roll, to stumble in. Yeah. Well, for me, it's always rolling right from Wheel of Fortune. I have one or two cats on my lap, and Wheel of Fortune goes right into it. Okay. And so, uh, Nick, you, you've been a victim of that as That's well. That's exactly how I yeah. ended up watching it. And then you and I would commiserate the next day. <laughs> but, like, inevitably, we somehow, we end up watching like a half hour of well, it. Well, yeah, because it's such... It, it really, it can't do anything but make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Well, I do get angry. Yeah, I, you get angry, but yeah. the ability to, to attach a, to put a verb in a sentence or all those things that we take for granted. All right, I got three stories of things that are wrapping up. Entertainment Tonight reports that Westworld's fourth season will be its last. HBO confirmed the news in a statement writing over the past four seasons. Uh, Lisa and Jonah have taken viewers on a mind-bending odyssey, raising the bar at every step. They are tremendously, we are tremendously grateful to them. Um, Were you watching? No. I watched the first season and then I was done. I thought it was good. Second season, not so good. And so I just, I, I... Cut it out. Uh, said along with the immensely talented cast, producers, and crew, and all of our partners at Gilderman, blah, 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 blah. Uh, So anyhow, uh, yeah, they said that according to the Hollywood Reporter, the cause of cancellation lies in the show's viewership numbers, yeah. which dropped from 12 million during the first season to 4 million during the fourth. Well, you, you know what they've been doing now is they've been actually taking, um, the big question used to be, who was watching the streaming, how, what were the numbers like for streaming? Yeah. Right. So now they've started to get a handle on it, and they're applying um, the um, the same surveying method. So they're, you know, the the, uh, um, uh, the the ratings for television, cable, and streaming are handled the same way now. Uh, and so it, you're starting to see when they can say, yeah, but they're watching on the stream. Well, they, now they can determine, no, they're not. I had heard that the Westworld season three was really good, but I didn't want to suffer through season two to get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rachel Brosnan took to Instagram on Saturday to bid adieu to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel after five seasons. Along with a photo of, of Midge walking out of the bar where it all began, she wrote, that's a series wrap on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, that this thing was lightning in a bottle. Cast, a crew, creators... Who got to time travel for five years together? It changed my life. I'm eternally grateful, and I'll have more words later. But for now, thank you and good night. That's another one. I watched the first three seasons, and I haven't. I didn't watch the next one. I, I mean, honestly, with the glut of stuff that's available, yeah. it's got to really stay consistently good, uh, or else I lose interest quickly. Yep. Um, it, it, unless it's of the standard of like. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, of course. And, yeah. Yeah, that sets the bar. That's the bar. Yeah. And then one last story, and then we'll get to clips, which, by the way, I don't have, Casey. I don't have the... Mystery uh, clips? Mystery. I don't, I don't know. If I don't get them between now and the end of this story, it'll be mystery clips. Well, it's the greatest um, situation ever, mystery clips. On um, Friday, Colin Mockery announced that the 12th season of the CW's Whose Line Is It Anyway revival will be the last. So 
Uh, he said, hey, everyone, I hope you're enjoying the current season of Who's Line. In January, we shoot our final season. Uh, thank you for all the support over the years. Um, Mockery appeared on the British version of the show in 1991, joined the U.S. version in 1998, and then returned for the CW revival in 2013 and has appeared on there regularly since. I honestly didn't even know it was still on. <laughs> well, that's probably what hurt it in the ratings is that no one knew it was on. Yeah, I, and I remember those first few years of that show. Absolutely loved it. it oh, it's was great. Just great sketch, uh, improv, comedy. Yeah, I mean, that they've been come to known as. That they had been come to known as and <laughs> are known as. So. Uh, but that's kind of sad that it's going away. All right, uh, we're ready for clips. They're not mysteries. Damn it. I got them right here. All right, something in the dirt is an emotional journey into the seduction of conspiracy theory. Here, director Aaron Moorhead tries to explain the genre of the movie. Hit it, Ryan. It's, it's uh, we, we jokingly have called, called it uh, Pineapple Express, like pie meets Pineapple Express. So there's kind of like a stoner comedy aspect to it. But there's also a, an obsessive rabbit hole-ish, rabbit hole-ish um, dark mystery uh, to the whole thing as well. Shut the f*** up! Something in the Dirt is out in theaters now. Here's the next clip. In Causeway, a soldier experiences a traumatic brain injury during her tour in Afghanistan, which forces her to return home. And in this clip... Brian Tyree Henry talks about working with co-star Jennifer Lawrence. Go ahead, Ryan. And we really, like, got along immediately and, like, just broke each other open in the best possible way. Um, she's very giving, you know, when it comes to scene work and just as a person. Like, it was immediate. It was a no-brainer. Didn't, didn't fire. Here, let's try it again. There you go. Causeway is out on Apple TV Plus now, by the way, if you want to see that. And there you go, your entertainment Yay! report. Our first one, it's done. We got it done here at the Camp Out for Hunger. Oh, so uh, here we are on day one of the Camp Out, our 25th year of doing this. We are in the Xfinity Live region near the in the sports complex right here. It's easy to find. It's a big-ass tent. Best setup ever. Yeah. Unbelievable. The tent looks phenomenal. Our friends from uh, Duncan are outside serving up yes. coffee and stuff. Uh, we've got all different kinds of activities that are taking place this morning that we would like you to be a part of. We've got special guests that are stopping by. If you have the time, this by, weather-wise, by far the best day. We have good weather all week long, but today's flat-out bomb. Yeah. This is wonderful. And you can come. You can ride the rides here. Skelly's yeah. Amusement's here. Absolutely. And you can ride uh, the Pharaoh's Fury, which is a giant ship thing that goes back and forth. It does this. <laughs> this is our signal, those Pharaoh's of you who are here. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we have the, the Can Drop, which is the uh, Campbell's Chunky can drop, ah. and you can ride that as well, which is my favorite ride out here. Actually, I love them both. Uh, they're, they're amazing. We have seats yep. in here. We have uh, high tops. We're good to go. Yeah. So the camp out that you might have been to prior to COVID, and remember, mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's back with improvements. Yep. We're going to do a Y100 reunion in the 8 o'clock hour. Old friend, because we started this whole event yeah. uh, 25 years ago on Y100, so we're going to reminisce with uh, some of the staff members of the radio station, and uh, we are going to hang out and have a good time. And by the way, breakfast this morning is courtesy of our friends from Wilson's Secret Whoa. Sauce Barbecue yeah. Restaurant. Hey. And they're going to be serving up a brisket, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, and egg and cheese sandwiches. 
Great barbecue plus vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can check them out on Township Line Road in Upper Derby. So breakfast is on us. It's on those guys this morning. You mix that with some black coffee? Yeah. You'll be so regular today? Yep. Absolutely. So please stop by, get some food, drop off some food. Yes. Have a good time this morning. I'm going to strike up the band as we're taking a break. We're happy to have our friends from Chico's Vibe who are back for the Camp Out for Hunger. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Back at the Camp Out for Hunger. Performing live all morning long. We'll be back in a second on MMR. Wednesday night is the second annual Food Trucks and Fireworks event at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. 19 food trucks, live music, and entertainment for the whole family. It's free to attend with a donation for Phil Abundance. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to see the whole lineup and schedule of events. Uh, we love uh, the support that we get here at uh, Camp Out for Hunger and uh, helping get the word out about this event. So I want to thank our friends at uh, PHL 17. Uh, Alex Butler is on site doing some coverage, getting the word out, uh, which is always great to do. You know, on a Monday morning, we begin this thing. We need to get everybody uh, aware that this event is taking place and to please come and be a part of it. Of course, we've been hitting it pretty hard ourselves, uh, you know, in, in preparation and with the, the assistance from Acme and, yeah. uh, and Xfinity and everybody who's uh, jumping on board and also... So thank you to WPVI, Action News. They are here doing some coverage. Anybody and everybody that can help out, uh, we appreciate it. And that includes you guys as well. If you, if you, you know, are on social media and you want to post about this, uh, please let people know that the event's taking place. Yeah, and as we said, we had sort of a, um, a, a constrained situation in the past couple of years. But as you said earlier today, Preston, you said it so well, that the core of this event is, is bringing the food here. And we want to get that back up and going again so it's not this remote thing because there is something... Very tangible about dropping food off and knowing it will go to feed people. It yep. makes a huge difference. Yeah, and one of the things we love to see are uh, people bringing their kids down. We've we've literally watched children grow up during yes. this event. We've watched yeah. children uh, grow up to be like you know, getting close to middle age adults. Oh gosh, oh gosh! Next, you attended a retirement party for one of the babies. <laughs> Who came to the first one? It's the 25th year we've been doing this, which is amazing. So uh, we're going to welcome a guest, and I, and I have some music to bring her on if this all works out properly. Uh, Ryan, could you please hit that for us? She is the chief executive officer of Phil Abundance, Lori Jones, is here with us. A lovely woman who needed a lovely song. I know it's about an extramarital affair, but, you know. I used we'll... to think it was about my parents. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you, Lori. Great to see you guys. It's been 25 years. Yeah. Who's uh, Lori's? Yeah. 25 years. It's she, 25 she's just being years. quiet. Woo-hoo. Yes, I yeah. just, you know, it's the whole mood, mood music you started with. Right. So yeah. I'm so excited. 25 years. Now, how long have you been CEO? You've been four or five years now? Just two and a half. Two and a half, that's so it. So this is my first real camp out with oh, the yeah. audience. That's right. Yes. Well, you started, it was year one of COVID. It was in the middle of COVID. Yeah, and uh, and you were impressed at that point, but you ain't seen nothing. Yet. I know. Look at this. The band, yeah. yep. the rides, the audience. It's so good. It's it so good. It be far off the mark, and I guess I'm going to kind of know what the answer is going to be. We always talk about the necessity for the camp out for hunger. Um, uh, <laughs> 
You you fear being hyperbolic, you know, but this year has got to be... It's the worst. The worst. It is the worst. We thought that after COVID we'd seen the worst of it, but we've all been to the grocery store. Yeah. So a year ago, this is... I know we're going to have our Tyson friends on next. A year ago, it cost me $55,000 to buy a truckload of chicken. This year, it's $120,000. Whoa. So okay. you've seen it in the grocery store. So the need... So what's happening is more and more people and there are folks who are food insecure, they have jobs, they lost their side job, or just things are more expensive with inflation. And so it's, it's permeating at different levels. So you, level. you always talk about, you know, that person has got to make that decision about what, what bill to pay, whether they, as we're moving into the winter, whether to heat the home, or to right. put food on the table, or parents foregoing food so that their kids have food. Yeah. It, it, these all seem like, oh, they're abstracts, but they're not. They're real. In our region, it's about a half a million people. In the city of Philadelphia, nearly one in three children are food insecure, aren't able to eat each night, it's it's terrible. So the need is greater than ever, and that's why we're excited that the 25th is going to be bigger than ever. Awesome. Yep, that's what we're hoping for. And we've gotten a lot of advanced support, and we're going to, like you said, uh, Tyson is, uh, we're going to get our reps from uh, Tyson's Chicken up here in a little bit, and, and we're going to we're gonna see these uh, um, uh, these companies, these corporations uh, step up and, and do these great do- donations, and we're going to gladly welcome them with open arms, but we want to remind people of the nature of uh, the individual donations, and uh, families coming down here and being a part of this whole thing. That's right, and we have a very special opportunity this year. One of our incredible donors has said is that for the first group of people who go to our website and give a dollar, five dollars, whatever, they will match it up to $25,000. What's that now? I'm sorry? So we have a donor... That says if you go on our website and just donate a dollar, five dollars, twenty-five, they're going to match it up to twenty-five thousand dollars because it's our twenty-fifth anniversary. Then we got to get that to twenty-five. We for have to sure. get that. So just go on the website, give five dollars. All right. So go yeah. directly to philabundance.org. That's right. That's okay. right. And it's going to unlock this challenge of twenty-five thousand so, dollars. By the way, we should mention that here on the site, you can also um, with Acme, you can you can purchase food. You can I love it. it. Right. There's, yeah. It's please come down. Easy. You can purchase a bag of food right here and donate it with the pink shirts. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of uh, opportunities for. That we have a whole bunch of people out there helping to take stuff out of your vehicle and load it in. Um, so you know what you guys have been able to do is phenomenal. But I I know you're always looking for help, and we always get asked about how people can help fill abundance after this is all done with uh, dispersing the food and helping in your kitchens. How do people find out that information? I encourage everybody to visit our website fillabundance.org, and you can come down and volunteer with us. So we're going to get all these pounds of food that we're going to have to sort and then give out. So come down and help us over the next several weeks and couple of months. Um, so, you know, the city kind of had a rough weekend and, uh, you know, we lost something uh, to Houston Did on we? Saturday Did night. We? But apparently, Lori, uh, we beat Houston in something. We and what sure was did. It? We beat them off the field. So we had a challenge going with the Houston Food Bank and they are twice as big as we are, but we are Philly and we are mighty. And so... That's right. That's right, right? And so, yeah, they bested us on the field, but our donors bested them off the field. We raised nearly twice what they raised for our... Yeah! Yeah. We're number one. We're number one. So there will be a parade, I know. There will be a parade, and their CEO has to wear some Philabundance gear. (laughs) How embarrassing is that going to be for him? I love that. Absolutely. All right, so uh, philabundance.org. I have one other. Yeah, please. I know you guys have a lot going on. So we're really excited to announce. This is the first. Nobody knows this yet. Um, But we have a board of directors. We're a nonprofit, and there are a bunch of really smart, incredible people who have designed and advise our work and provide strategy. And our brand new, newest board member is someone you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is Marissa Magnata. What? What? I didn't know that. The crowd goes wild. 
We know she was doing that uh, swinger stuff. Yeah. But yeah. She didn't know about that. You know, she just doesn't have enough on her plate already. Oh, my God. Guys, we're God. not keeping her busy enough. So I said, with all your free time. Yes. Could you come help us out? Uh, well, you've got a you've got a one of the crown jewels of the President Steve show helping you out. Then it's incredible. We're wow. so delighted to have her, um, and we're just delighted to have all of you as, as supporters. What you do is incredible. Folks know not only do we beat Houston off the field, but this is the largest food drive in the country. Yeah. It's what a you all started and built is incredible. So you're helping so many people in need, and we're just so grateful, and we love you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Come and be a part of it. Thank you. Yeah. Lori Jones, Mrs. Jones. Music, one more time if you got it ready, Ryan. we got to do Mrs. Jones on the way out. I don't know if you have that on. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Mrs. Mrs. Jones. All right, she is Mrs. the chief executive Mrs. officer Mrs. of Philip Jones. We love her to death. All right, and we're going to move straight from that. Uh, to a donation uh, that we're excited about, and uh, Lori had mentioned it a second ago, and we love having these guys involved, and we have uh, from Tyson, uh, you know, Tyson Chicken and all the meats and everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have our buddy Jeff, who is here. Jeff, Jeff! Duda! guys. How are you? Good, Jeff. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for having us out here. Happy 25th anniversary. Thank you. you. Thank you. Really, How are you? Uh, yeah. A long-term married couple here. I love Totally. You. Absolutely. We love our relationship with yep. you. Uh, uh, and, and by the way, you uh, you always bring out some, uh, well, Steve's always excited about the meatless chicken your nuggets. meatless chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's all I can do from sticking my tongue down your throat. I have them all the time. They're so effing good. I mean, they're great. And they, 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 they heat up quickly. And I... I I, my wife was blown away. I was like, take, take a crack at that. What do you think that That's is? That's awesome, Stephen. Yeah. You know, corporate gives me a nice little talking points, but how do you come back from <laughs> sticking your tongue down my throat? <laughs> right. I don't know how to come back You can from use that, that if you want. Yeah, I yeah. will, I yeah. will. But no, you're referring to our raised and rooted plant-based yeah. chicken nuggets, which we had up here last year. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to bring any hot food with me today because actually our national sales meeting kicks off today, and I'm headed to the airport directly from here. Oh. But I wanted to make sure we had our priorities straight, and we've got a tractor trailer of Tyson food right out front here, ready to go over to oh. Philabundance yeah. when we're done here today. That's fantastic. A tractor trailer. Yeah, so we've got, uh, and it's not just chicken that's inside there. We've got breakfast sausage in there from Jimmy Dean. We've got right brand bacon in there as well. So there's a lot of different brands that you don't associate with Tyson Foods. The Tyson product line is extensive. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and based right here in Philadelphia, we have a huge impact on the economy because we have two facilities right in Philadelphia with the original, um, the original, goodness, original Philadelphia Cheesesteak Company. And then we also have locations in Vineland, New Jersey, New Holland, Pennsylvania, and this tractor trailer came out of our Pottsville, Pennsylvania location. So awesome. All within the listening, uh, listening area. Oh, that's amazing, man. How many people do you, do you guys employ in our area? Do you have any idea how many it is? It's got to be huge. in this general area, probably close to 2,000 employees wow. as you wow. go over it. Yeah, so it's, oh. it's I, I joke with the folks, our corporate is down in Springdale, Arkansas, and that's where I'm headed to for our national meeting. But I tell folks, I said, they don't realize what the, in, what the impact Tyson Foods has here in the greater Delaware Valley just be, from those five or six different locations that we have in the area here. Well, you, you guys have been so uh, generous and so great, uh, you know, and, and again, I say you can never not be a part of the Camp Out for Hunger. <laughs> we won't accept it. But, uh, yeah, and, and please relay our thanks to everybody. I who's certainly will. And, you know, from a personal standpoint, I've been with you guys since you guys were out in Plymouth meeting. 
How many years have you guys been here down in South Philly now? This you know? location has to be... 2012 was our first year. Right, 10 2020? years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 10 years wow. at this location. So again, yeah. You know, 10, man. By the way, Jeff was at the uh, Philly Trunk Car event uh, oh, yesterday. Uh, with we the... were at the car show yesterday yeah. uh, with uh, Jeff Walton from the Porsche Club. Yeah. Members from the original Garden State Corvette Club and Living the Dream Corvette Club were out here. We probably had about 50 Corvettes out here, but... <laughs> Getting to see the, the Porsches, the Jeeps, the Teslas, um, all, you know, a couple classic Jaguars out here. Are you a vet guy? Uh, I'm a vet guy. Okay. Very much so. so all right. Um, it's a great hobby, and it's a great way for us to help bring product down to you guys without yeah. bogging down the volunteers out here like we used to do during the week. It used to be such a great event when you guys would roll up with all those cars, and then we realized, okay, it's it got too big. I mean, that's a good problem to have. Things get too big, so Jeff Walton took it upon himself to organize that fellow trunk car event. He's amazing. And does it the day before we begin, and so that was yesterday, and, and we'll get Jeff down here at some point this week to get his totals on donations. Yeah, and all I want to hear stuff. what the totals were. Yeah. We got here just, as, and to your point about Jeff and leading it, they had the Valley Forge Fire Company with two Valley Forge fire trucks leading all the Porsches in from Concha Hawkins. Oh, so wow. it was really cool seeing that coming down 76. <laughs> and we sat out here at the traffic light on Broad Street trying to get into the parking lot <laughs> as all these Porsches drove by. But it was That's really cool. a fun That's time great. yesterday. Excellent. Uh, and by the way, Jeff, so I, I've just written down as Tyson. What's the official name? Is it Tyson Meats or Tyson? Uh, well, it's Tyson Foods. Tyson Foods. Thank in you. The, in the food service side of the business. So we've yep. got multiple sides of the business, like the tractor trailer that's out front here has an IBP logo on it. So IBP is our fresh meat side of the business. Oh. So we have our whole fresh meat side of the business, which is more in the food service space. Think hotels, casinos, cruise ships, things of that nature. And then we also have the retail side of the business, which is what you would go to at your local Walmart, your Acme's, and have the consumer go and purchase it. Right. And like I said, I'm on the food service side of things, so I call on restaurants, hotels, things of that nature. Chickie and Pete's here locally. Sure. One of our biggest customers. Uh, great partnership with those guys. And you know, we're involved. Then you got into the college and university segment, K through 12 segment. The aerospace division. Right. Uh, <laughs> putting nuggets in space. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a, a treat to do nuggets in yeah. space. <laughs> nuggets in space. Uh, I love it. All right. Well, listen, Jeff, we loved your continued support. You guys are a wonderful company. Anything else you want to mention before yeah, you're done? Yeah, the only thing I also wanted to mention is that, you know, today on this tractor-trailer load, it's a 26,000-pound donation. Oh. And throughout last... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So in, in 2021... Again, got to go off of some of what corporate told me to say. We had 64 million pa uh, meals, 64 million meals donated in calendar year 2021, which equated to $16 million worth of food. And then as far as our disaster relief is concerned, I'm on part of the disaster relief team as well. So with the events down in, um, in Florida recently with Hurricane Ian, we did, uh, donated 1.1 million pounds of food there, which was $3.6 million worth. And again, whenever there's a disaster in the country, Tyson is out there trying to, you know, help wherever we can with, uh, with what we can provide. Nice. Wow. And Amazing. that's another way we do it here today with Phil Abundance. So Excellent. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Congratulations on 25 years. Thank you. Jeff Duda from Tyson Foods. Thank you, sir. So, you know, we're... Uh Reminiscing about the 25th year of, of doing this, our, our goal that year was one ton, a ton of food, and Jeff just stepped up and donated 13 tons of food <laughs> in the first hour and a half that we're on the show. That first year, the, oh, the, I mean, and we're going to be reminiscing throughout this whole week over the whole trajectory of a quarter century of campouts, but um, it, was, um, it was as 
austere as it could be. Yep. And, uh, I mean, again, to have this be our best setup ever yep. seems completely appropriate. I agree. Um, listen, we got a few minutes. Uh, we did have another guest standing by, but he's running late, so we got some time that we can uh, uh, kill. So we should probably chat a little bit about the weekend's festivities or lack thereof of festivities at to? events. Well, listen, man. Yeah, I think, you know what? I think we do have to uh, because I noticed something that uh, Nick had posted on Instagram, and I just want to echo that, you know, the fact that, uh, that the Phils made it and went as far as they did gave me so much entertainment uh, over the past three weeks or so, uh, you know, two and a half weeks, however it was. It was a month, really. Yeah, it really it's been so much fun, and I hope that those guys, I, I know it's got to it's gotta suck for them because, they, they, you know, they, they played as hard as they could, and, and they came up short of what their goals were. But I'm really proud of that group of guys. Um, and also the union for crying out loud the for union. making it to the yeah. championship as well. Yeah, uh, I was just um, I'm heartbroken for them, but I'm really I'm really happy for what happened leading up this whole thing. Think about it. They, if, if if you want to talk about the Phils in particular uh, going up against uh, Houston, Houston was completely 100 percent undefeated throughout the playoffs. And we, we cut them. Uh, our guys cut them yeah. twice, something they had never felt this entire postseason. Two losses they gave them from a team that barely made it in the playoffs. That's pretty freaking awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, they played really well against a great team. Yeah. At least did. And uh, last night, I don't know if you saw this, Preston, but the team gets back after uh, losing the World Series. And Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper, two of the biggest, most recognizable stars, were outside the ballpark right across the street from where we are now. Just signing autographs, taking oh. pictures. I mean, they get it. They get what this Philly, uh, what Philadelphia is all about. It really was disappointing. It hurt a lot to lose the way that they did on Saturday night. Uh, I think that there were a few ways that they, they maybe could have won. The, the series, but all that's 2020 hindsight. I had, I think I had more fun with this postseason run than I maybe even did in 2008 when they won the World Series. It yeah. was such a blast from beginning to end, and it sucks to lose that way, but man, was it a great month. Yeah, yeah and those guys, uh, the, uh, Schwarber and, and Bryce in particular, like really did embrace the city. Um, and, uh, you know, we love that, right? Yeah. As, uh, as fans, when, when, the, when the players actually embrace the city and, and, uh, and, and get it, and, you know, there's like, you know, a big old hug going back and forth, but uh, also they love each other, and I had heard, um, I guess I saw maybe on Twitter that, like, after the game was over on Saturday night, uh, Houston was obviously celebrating on the field, and the uh, Phils went back into the clubhouse, and they just kind of sat around the locker room just having a couple of beers together, you <laughs> know, amazing. just talking, reminiscing about yeah. the season and what a crazy season it was. Dude, they, they fired their manager. Yeah. They were below <laughs> 500. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. June. In June. Not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, I, I, it, to me, it's analogous to there was a short-lived reality competition show called Flirty Dancing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Flirty Dancing. Are you relating it to that? Well, yes. Oh. And Kathy, hear me out. All right. Would I rather the show succeed and win Emmys, or was it just enough to have it for its six or seven episodes? Yes. And I submit having a little flirty dancing yeah. was better than not having it at all. Just a little bit. Yeah, right? Wow. If you can flirty dance... You're living life, man, and even if it's for fle- even if it's fleeting flirty dance, but I think fleeting most- flirty dancing. <laughs> the most telling thing though is exactly what Nick said. Would you would you give up uh. that just you know to not have any of it? In other words, yeah. not to go through the pain of losing. Yeah. I saw more people having more fun, more families getting together, and and just having those special moments, and also 
How does this portend for what's going to happen next year? These people, these players have become that much more uh, endearing and endear uh, yeah. in our hearts. So look at next season. It'll be something that much more. No, it was. It was so much fun. I mean, yeah. like, you know, the last couple of weeks, it was just great. But I'll tell you who I really want to give a hug to, and I don't know his name, but the guy who slipped in penalty kicks for the union. Oh, my God. I, yeah. like, I feel like I need to find him and, like, just make sure he's all right. You know, the, the way that the union lost... Might, it was awful. It might have been worse than the way that the Phillies lost. Oh, it was yeah. totally worse. They, you know, they, they had the win yep. in, in extra time. By the way, this is why header. soccer sucks. That's oh. right. I mean, it needs to be A. Sudden death. Sudden death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Golden, All right. Golden and, goals. And, and why have a separate type of game to... Yeah, yeah. You know, have the outcome, determine the outcome. Why like, don't you skeet shooting? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honest to God. It's the best way. It's the, I'm sorry. It's the worst way to win. It's also the worst way to lose. You know, both for on both sides, the way that the union, like, if they had won that championship, it would have been nice. But, like, that's that's a crappy way to win. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, yeah, the guy that slipped, Kath, I, I felt terrible for I, him. I was watching with my brother. And, first of all, I was like, what is going on? What are they doing now? And, you know, so he was explaining everything to me. He's a huge soccer fan. But then when he slipped, I was like, oh, God, this yeah. poor guy. So I watched uh, the whole game. And then uh, after the first half of the overtime, I had to leave my house and go to my daughter was in a play. So uh, we, we found the stream. Uh, and we, my son and I were listening to it when, when the uh, union went up in, the, in overtime. I thought the game was over. I thought, oh, like, we just scored, we won. Gave my, my, I honked my horn a couple times. You yeah. know, like a celebratory honk. My son turned it off. He's like, all right, cool. And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, I want to no. listen to the postgame stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And then uh, so eventually. He's lost in the postgame. So eventually it took him like a minute and a half to get it back, the stream back up. And they were playing. I was like, wait a second. It's not sudden death. Like, that to me makes zero sense whatsoever. But again, a phenomenal. Uh, with, yeah. with, in these cases, we're teetering on. on they're, they're great to begin with. But they're right there. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Do we know if uh, Coach Curtin might be able to come by this week? Uh, Marissa's be back. working on him. Uh, so I would say, yeah. I mean, he's, he came here. As a student, uh -huh. you know, yep. when he was a high school student, they cut class and, yep. and came to the camp out. So seriously, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel and I, I feel bad talking to any any coach or player who, yeah, you know, who's it's obviously it didn't work out. They have their sights head high and they, and they don't really want to talk well, about you, it. Use but. My, my my flirty dancing analogy. Maybe that yeah, right. Maybe That'll that. help them. Here's the deal. I, I took my daughter to Game Five on Thursday night. Okay, and you know the Phils didn't win that game. It was a, it was a rough game. But she had the best time, right? She, like, oh, the we, pictures we, you got are, yeah. are, are wonderful. We, we went early. We watched yeah. batting practice. She got a ball during batting practice. Like, yeah. She, we were, like, she, she was hugging me during the game. It's not like I was like, get over here, kid. No. Yeah. She was hugging me. You know what I mean? So, like, just for, for that memory alone, like, completely and totally That's what it. I was saying last week. For the yeah. people who spent $4,000 on a seat, it was worth it. Because... I need to buy my child's love. Yeah. <laughs> but, you no, know, no, exactly she knew saying. I had tickets right and she was like you're taking me right and i'm yeah. like oh my god i have two kids and a wife yeah i'm like how do or three you kids have three wife. kids i have three kids and a wife two <laughs> other kids and a wife hey honey how many kids do we have oh one my. of them one of them yeah. really forgettable actually yeah. one of them couldn't go so she had to uh, we have a kid named ronaldo <laughs> <laughs> who is this my daughter is in her play and it was tech week so casey wasn't able to go to the game so she had recused herself so but it was it was hard i'm like how do i pick one child over over the other, so I went with the one with the better grades. 
You do? <laughs> oh my God. What? She worked hard for it. Do like the Straight Joker. A's get you something. Take the pool class. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have auditions. Uh, well, you had, to, you had to pick away. Yeah. Either that or it was, it was some kind of a lottery drawing or something, and I guess she didn't want to do that. No, nah, I didn't want to do that. But, uh... <laughs> Did you guys have any feelings uh, driving down here today and seeing the ballpark? Like, I, for, uh, no, I, no. I didn't think about it. No. I kind of boner. I, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> That's different. That's weird. That's yeah. not what I'll we're talking about. Well, men usually we do have them early in the morning. <laughs> You were thinking about yeah. flirty dancing. Yeah. Flirty dancing. Yeah. Nick, yeah. it's such an achievement, and I, I, I completely understand. It's, but it's so good that they got to where they got. And yeah. We were talking to Brazier about the whole thing. As you kept saying, I think rightfully so, playing with house money. And then to get this point, when the season starts next year, they're going to be playing to a much more uh, packed stadium more consistently. Yeah. And, we again, these guys now are that much more on our radar. I got to take my 75-year-old dad to a game, you know, and, and they, the, Casey, I was lucky enough to uh, go to game three, and they won that one, and that was the five-home run game, and, and it just, they, you know, won 7 nothing. And to see my dad, who has limited mobility and has had a rough couple of years, jumping up and down and enjoying the Philly celebration together, like, to me, I'll have that for, for the rest of my life. That, that was pretty magical. But, yeah, seeing the stadium today, like, just a couple of days ago, this place was packed with Phil's fans, yeah. and, you know, it was, it was a total the, party atmosphere. It's the ephemeral nature it is, of yeah. sports. It's, it's that. But this is, no why, this is why I hate Twitter, okay? Because, A, it's a cesspool. But, B, uh, I was trying to heal yesterday, and every time I went on Twitter, I was seeing tweets from, like, the night before. I'm like, why is this? Like, it was just a constant reminder of what happened. Don't, don't on, go on Twitter. <laughs> well, listen, I, you know, that's yeah. what I do. I, you know, yeah, I know, I know. I'm trying to I know. Yeah. But, like, I just didn't need to be reminded about everything on, on Saturday night that, yeah. uh, that, you know, things didn't pan do out. You, uh, I know. Do you, I have a technical question for you. Do you use the latest tweets? Button or the home tweets button because I, used to, I didn't know there was a button. If you yeah, click, if you click latest, it'll do it by chronological order. If you click home, it'll be uh, tweets that are popular and fit the algorithm and all that hoo ha nonsense. Check it, check it later on. Right. Yeah, Casey yeah, pulled on. up his phone. He, Why he, you he, write he some it later. software right now? It, but it does help you avoid some of the crap from the night before oh. if you want to. Well, there you go. The reason I, I want to wrap is because we do have our, our guest who is here. Oh. And so I guess uh, Marissa, can we uh, get him in place, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna chat with him next. Case, uh, give me some music as we want to welcome our next guest. I don't know what to, to bring him on with, but something something big. Ladies and gentlemen, we're excited to have a guest joining us here for the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger, and he's been here before for this event, and he's back again. We love having him anytime. Celebrity chef. Mr. Robert Irvine. He's coming over to give some love. Good to see you, sir. We're going to get him in place on the microphone here. But he's uh, he's a very popular man. He's walking around shaking hands, and we're excited that he is back. He's once. a good luck charm, isn't he? He is a good luck charm. We always do well uh, when he is here. So let's get him in place, get his headphones on and everything. Yo! Irvine! What's up, dude? How you doing, man? <laughs> so listen, yeah, yeah. I, I brought a special guest all the way from Munich, Germany. Oh! I, his name is Edwin List. He's my first executive chef ever. Your really? Executive chef? My first executive chef. Huh! Yeah. And, and, and so what is he doing for you now? So we have this big event tonight, and uh, I flew him in for this event. And, spending uh, his money. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. So, so he's coming in to help me and have some fun and spend a couple of weeks here. 
Excellent. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, the event tonight, let's go ahead and talk about that right now. Tell people all about it. Beats and Eats. We, we probably raised about a million dollars for veterans and first responders tonight and uh, wheelchairs and dogs and all those kind of things. RobertIrvineFoundation.org. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, it's exciting. Really I'll tell exciting. you this, nice. the, the, uh, that you do great work with that. You're always involved with things that benefit the military. Having this event back, though, in full vigor, and you haven't had the opportunity to do that for the longest time, I mean, this was, it just kept getting more and more popular as you went along, had to stall a little bit. But I have to imagine people are uh, foaming at the mouth to be a part of it. It's crazy. You know, uh, we did the parade, the Veterans Parade yesterday. Yes. It was unbelievable. Oh, I'm sure. Unbelievable. Just to have people out and doing things right. And Beats and Eats, when we were a couple of years down, now we've got 500 people tonight. going to spend a lot of money, have a lot of fun, great chefs, uh, great food. Uh, Mark Robert from OAR and his team are there. So, Is Edwin uh, cooking tonight? Or Edwin, cooking. are you... Uh... He's cooking. He just yeah. doesn't know it yet. <laughs> I hope. I hope I can help. Okay. Well, what's, what's your specialty? What, what is your uh, cuisine that you specialize in? Well... You know, I'm, I'm cooking since 45 years now, so I, I basically, I'm all rounder, you know, I'm, I'm doing anything. anything. Everything. He's a European master chef, <laughs> which is very unusual, by the way. What kind of but master chef? A European master chef. Okay. So when I was on the cruise lines way back when, there was a very famous chef, Albert Goldinger, uh, way back when, and he said, oh, Irvine's never going to make it as a chef. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll beat him. I'll, I'll make him good. And, and, and there you go. That's it. Right. Here we are. Wow. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you're once again in Philly. You got here a couple days ago. You said you went to the uh, the Veterans Parade. Uh, you were out doing a signing event for Robert Irvine uh, Spirits. Yep. Uh, and how's that going? How's uh, your these alcohol are, These line? are for you, by the way. Oh. Justin promised, Justin promised liquor, but he bought bars. Oh. <laughs> but there is a shipment of liquor coming to you guys. Ooh, nice. So it's, it's coming. I okay. did recently have some. We made um, cocktails with it at Boardroom Spirits. Wow. Yes, I know that. Yeah. I know that because Justin told me that. Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. She got hammered. <laughs> well, it's a good place to get hammered. Good food, good drinks. You know, life is good. You've been hitting any restaurants right here in town? What do you do? So, you, uh, so last night, it yeah. landed at 7. Uh, we got into park last night. Okay. And we were there till, I can't tell you, this morning. Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So what about what about uh, all the shows? Uh, I mean, you have nine, nine, 90 million different shows. What is the status of Well, I leave at tomorrow for a restaurant impossible up in Rome, New York. And then we've got a lot of things coming for 23. Hey, right. You know what? Speaking of which, um, you did one of your shows at Wilson's Secret Sauce, and they're here today. Yes, I know. I just saw them. Okay, yeah. You, I, I, I think he, they made you the sea brisket, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the sea brisket? What was that? Uh, it is. of horse. It's no. <laughs> it's a lobster roll and a brisket sandwich. Stop talking time. about me. <laughs> yeah. 25 years. Yes. Camp out for hunger. Yeah. 20 million pounds of food. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And a beard. <laughs> 20 yes. million pounds of food and, and a beard. And a beard. And a ponytail. And a ponytail. Yeah, what's with this? I mean, come on. And it's, over honestly, there's like pandemic haircut, and I need to shave. I'll be clean. Next time you see me, I'll be clean shaven. Got it. So, All right, good. Well, you, you know, obviously your life's been committed to charity work and food and stuff like that. The importance of, of putting a meal in someone's belly, the uh, the... 
almost um, absurd concept that people in this country are going to bed hungry and kids are. It's just, it's just disgraceful. But the one thing that is so inspiring is that every year, no matter what the economy, Robert, no matter what the situation, these people step up and donate. Can, can we uh, ask you to, to uh, get people motivated to come on down here? Hey, guys. Anybody listening to uh, President Steve right now, Camp Out for Hunger, you've got to come down here. You've got to donate some cans, some cash, uh, some time, whatever it is. Get down here because every can that you or, or frozen food, whatever it is, helps somebody. I'm here and uh, today you get $10,000. Stop it! Robert Irvine! Yeah, Robert! You shifty bastard, you. Yeah, $10,000 for Camp wow. Out for Hunger. Wow. All you right, guys, you guys do so much work for charity. Ten, a for me, so. ten grand. That is fantastic. We love it. Oh, my God. You are the best. We weren't expecting that, but uh, we do highly appreciate that. And, of course, Lori Jones. There's a strange man kneeling in front of us. We're setting up well. something, hopefully. <laughs> We're just super grateful that you're here. And yeah. we, we, <laughs> That's a payback for all the years you've come. Yeah. He's kneeling in front of you. <laughs> We're Listen. Listen, we've never done this on the air before. But um, live oral, live right oral here. Sex for Robert Irvine. Yes. <laughs> it's a new show called Hunger Impossible. I think my wife would approve. Yeah. <laughs> Just give her a break. Um, no, we're trying to... I, I didn't even know they were going to do this. Are we going to try this game? We should what, try oh, you Robert, guys. Robert, you should be our lab rat here. Oh, my God. L last year in this thing, I mean, now, you, now we're playing games <laughs> after I've been drinking tequila. Well, we, we, we try to play a game with all of our celebrity guests that we have uh, come by, but I, I didn't even know they were going to bring this out here, and I don't even know... I, I don't know if we can do it is, or not. Is it doable? Wave us off. Oh, my God, that's it. Okay. <laughs> we have audio. I don't have video yet. All right. Do we want to? Do you guys want to see the experiment here? With Hold on. Irvine? I'm going to walk over here. All right. This is came off a game we talked about on the show, Preston. Yeah. It's called the uh, the trombone challenge. All right. And so uh, it's a video game. Sorry, Edwin. I'm going to come no, in here behind you. No, not the rusty trombone. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do? I, I've never played this before. That doesn't even look like it. Is that it? All right. Oh, this is going to go well. Oh, yes. Uh, do the and military music. Are those uh, songs? Oh, you might know this. I okay, so essentially what you do is you try to you try to play the trombone along with a uh, a music track. The problem is Oh, this and this is reverse. That dude, that's it's not going to work. All right. Hang on. Well, we at least we have the beginnings of it in place. <sighs> Yeah, that's, that's Robert, Robert. in the microphone. We're not going to do that. No? Oh, no? No, no. It's, dude, no. It no. Needs to, we, we need to test. We need to beta test Listen, it first. I'm we have extraordinarily low standards, and it's even too low for us right now. I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. No, but you know what? I, I can play a different game with Robert real quick if you want. I do, right. have, I do have a pyramid game that we could do. Let's do it. All right, we're going to play, you know, $10,000 pyramid, the old game. It's real simple. I'm going to give you clues. There are seven words you're trying to identify within 30 seconds. And if you don't get them all, then we're not going to take your donation, okay? <laughs> That's how it works. Well, I can tell you right now. <laughs> zero. All right. So I'm going to give you a couple categories to choose from. You pick which one, and we'll go through, and we'll see if you can execute it, okay? The categories are as follows. That's a big bush you have. I love oral. 
<laughs> we've got a squirter or huge Johnsons. Which we've, one of we've, those? We've got a squirter. All right. All right, we've got a squirter. All right. That's the one mom would have picked. All right, these are things that squirt. All right, things that squirt. See? I need 30 seconds on the uh, clock. Casey, are you ready? Oh, uh, maybe. All right. Casey's still cooking in a crunk pot. Right. <laughs> it's funny you should think that, say that, because I was thinking about that last yeah. night and how much you loved the kielbasa that I made in the crock pot. You loved it. So, shut up. All right. He's cracking up. Here we go. You ready? 30 seconds on the clock. All right. This is a kid's toy. You fill it up with water and you shoot it. Water gun. Yes. Uh, this is a citrus. Uh, uh, Lemon. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this you put on a, a hamburger. You squirt it out of a. Ketchup. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, if you're going to water the, the yard, you squirt it out of a. Holmes. That is correct. Uh, this is a uh, uh, calamari is what kind of animal? Squid. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, you put it on a hot dog, you squirt it on there. Mustard. Yes. And this is a citrus uh, that grows on a tree. But Orange. Yes! Oh, we can now accept your $10,000 donation. Camp out for I'm hunger. I'm gonna bet they have nothing like that in Germany. Which is... <laughs> right, Edwin? Nothing like that in Deutschland. <laughs> no. no. I, All right. I couldn't even follow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, we want to thank Robert for being here. Is weird. Edwin as well. The beats and eats tonight. Uh, Robert, your website, please. Uh, I don't Ro even know. What Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine. He does what is it? Just... You go to beatsandeats.co for the uh, information. RobertIrvineFoundation.org. No, I thought you meant my email. RobertIrvineFoundation.org. Yeah. Okay. That is right. Or beatsandeats.co. Uh, what is your, what's your phone number and home address? 1-800-HOT-BAPES. <laughs> All right. We love you. Thank hey, you for being here. Appreciate you guys. Nice to meet you. Let's hear Robert Irvine and Edwin List. Here at Camp Out for Hunger. Well, all right. We'll eventually figure that game out. We'll work it to where we can have somebody play. But I thought the pyramid thing went all right anyhow. All right. I think we need to take a break, right? Chico's Vibe. You guys in place? All right. We're going to break. We're going to come back. Don't forget, we're going to do a Y100 reunion this morning. We got B-File coming up. More donations. People to meet. Ladies and gentlemen, Camp Out for Hunger on MMR. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 25th year of this event taking place, and we're excited about uh, being back again in full form for the 25th year. It's important that we have this whole thing. And it's, it's, it's so right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because, you know, we had to kind of stunt things uh, the last couple of years, but we still had a tremendous uh, outpouring of donations. And that continues on, and we're hoping that this will be even bigger and better than ever. Yeah, there's a, there were a couple of uh, key reasons to that success, and, and uh, as we're going to be getting to that in just a second. But um, the fact that uh, you said earlier, Preston, that everything that was the initial predicate for this campout was uh, people feeling um, 
compelled to donate food and bring food down to the camp outside. That's, uh, a re we're returning to that today. We want to see you come out. The tent is uh, here. The bands will be playing, all that stuff. It's, uh, I think we need this. We yeah. need this full camp out experience. Agreed. And before we get into the, uh, the Bizarre File, uh, we've had uh, people step up in the past few years to be a huge, huge component of Camp Out for Hunger. And we're excited to have them uh, back again. Uh, we'd like to welcome now, I, I have three names on here, so I don't know who I'm going to mess up. But we have Dane Award, Rena Shields, and uh, Kristen Lewis. Uh, from Acme, who are here this morning. All right, who did I get wrong here? You got Dana and Raina. I got Dana right or wrong? Uh, you got Dana right. Okay. And this is Raina. Okay, good. Dana and Raina. It rhymes. In the morning. Dana and Raina in the morning. I like it. So listen, thank you guys. Uh, once again, as I said, it's been, you know, several years that you guys have partnered with us now. Uh, and it's been a component that we... <laughs> We're surprised at, we're not surprised, we were delighted at what a boost it gave to us. And the head start was a, was a revelation that came a few years ago. Um, and especially when you were able to instill the, uh, the whole uh, at the checkout, being able to donate and round up like that. I mean, it was a game changer. Yeah. It was just huge. Absolutely essential. Yeah. So how did, how did things, how did, how did it go this year? I mean, you don't have to give us a total just yet. I do want to get that in a moment. But did you see a nice surge of people coming in to help out? Yeah. Raina, do you want to take that? I tell you what, we're excited to be here. We're excited to be here, Acme! Woo! That hurt. No, that's <laughs> It's good, though. Uh, it's good. So, yeah, leading up to this, we, we about a month out in advance, we put the word out. And did you guys start to see people immediately? Yes. Yeah, we're starting to see people, you know, we appreciate this time with you, uh, Preston and Steve. This is our 10th year with you guys, and uh, again, happy anniversary, 25 wow. years. But we're seeing people come, they're asking us, even before it was starting, they said, hey, when are you going to have it? Are you having it this year? And we're just excited to see people willing to donate. And yeah, well, I was, I to tell you, Preston, I'm sure you saw, we all saw a flood of, of social media of people in front of our cardboard cutouts uh, participating. Again, as Preston was mentioning, at the point of... Um, purchase, you get the option to donate to the Camp Out for I've donated. Uh, so my, uh, I'm a Mermaid uh, Lane Acme guy. I go there all the time and every time I purchase stuff, I, I donate as well. Uh, and this goes all the way through to, uh, how, how far along do we take it? All the way before the day before Thanksgiving. So when everyone is, hopefully, and we know times are tough, but purchasing food for the Thanksgiving yes. meal, uh, we, we should get a nice bump at the end of this. And thank you for doing that. And also, Steve, one of the things that we have, too, with the Mid-Atlantic Acme is we have a called The Break Room. It's our Facebook page, and they've been talking about it. It's for the associates that work for the company, and they're shouting out. They're showing what they're doing, what donations they're getting, and how customers are excited about it. Is there is there a competition amongst the uh, the locations to have the uh, the biggest amount raised? There is. There, there's always a healthy competition between all of the stores, um, and they. I mean, a lot of them are here. The District Five team likes to show up every single year, um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like it, the team has a really team has a great time with it. Um, we have a great time with it. We're here. We love it. We're back on site this year, which is a huge win because for two years we weren't. Um, so, you know, come on down and see us here or see us at the registers and in the, in the stores. Um, now, I, I understand you started a promotion yourself this year called I'll Break My Leg for Food. That's exactly, exactly yeah. what's going That's on. That's so generous. <laughs> Dana, why are you on crutches? I had ankle surgery a couple weeks ago. Oh. 
So I get my cast off on Wednesday, but I never miss camp out. I'm always here, and this year's no different. <laughs> Thank you for being a broken individual that has come to, to camp out anyway. I mean, honestly, the fact that you, you do that, and, and we cannot overstate the importance of Acme and the relationship that we have with you guys and how... Easy to work with you are. Obviously, it's it's uh, we're Acme uh, customers as well. But to have you as invested in the community, in all the communities, it, you know, resonates. I mean, you really walk the walk. And so, thank you again for what you guys do. Yeah, of course. And all right. We're talking about the competition here in the building today. We have district managers and teams from South Philly, South Jersey, the Jersey Shore, Delaware, wow. and Maryland. So they're all here today to. Yeah. Who's up next to break their leg? Yeah. Come on. Step up. Dana's done it. All right, Dana and Rayner, you ready to give us a total? We're right. ready. Let's go. Right now, currently, we're sitting at $535,000. It's insane. And it ain't over yet? No. no. We got all the way to Thanksgiving to go. Ah, fantastic. Uh, that's okay. Uh, that's every Steve, one of you stepping up and making a donation. Now I have a boner. Now you have a yes, boner. Yes, I know you had a boner earlier. Yes. I now have a boner. Listen, and it's a charity boner, so yes. it's not disgusting. That's the best kind of boner yes. there is, actually. Uh, you guys are amazing. You're incredible. We love our relationship with you. Uh, so ever since we, you know, partnered with, with just having a food to be able to purchase here in the parking lot and then donate it immediately if you didn't have time to stop by a store to this advancement in the fact that you can uh, pay at the register. It's just been huge. And you guys keep coming up with cool, innovative ways to help us out. So thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Dana Arena from Acme. Thank you, guys. It's so easy to work with, too. They're fantastic. And it continues through Thanksgiving. That's absolutely incredible. 530-some-odd thousand dollars. And that's literally, you know, each person's Stepping up one by one to that that keypad and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to donate." That's yeah. what makes it so phenomenal. Even if you just round it up, I yeah. mean, if it's five or ten cents or whatever it is, if everybody does that, that then you get a half million dollars. And we it's were amazing. To Lori Jones earlier, who, who runs the whole damn thing, uh, Phil Abundance, and she was saying again, and we 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 want to not be hyperbolic about it, but she says this is easily the worst year ever. Yep. Uh, that's even after the COVID stretch. So. All this generosity, you think, well, my donation's not going to matter. You could not be more wrong. Yep. Everything is needed. All right. Well, listen, uh, with that, we have some other things to do. We are going to get into the Bizarre File. And, Ryan, I'm ready to do that now, please. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Do I have a sponsor for this? Oh, that. oh, it is. Yeah. That's what I asked you, and you shook your head no. Yeah. Campbell's Chunky Soup brings us the camp out. Or the, I don't uh, have the sponsorship with me, but okay. it is sponsored by Campbell's <laughs> Chunky Soup. Thank you. Mm, yummy. Well, <laughs> it is. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Mm, you're going to be tempted to use a fork, no. but you're going to use a spoon. Yeah. Uh, St. Paul police say that a freak work accident resulted in a man losing part of his leg on Wednesday. Uh, just for noon, officers and medics were called on a report of a possible pedestrian versus a vehicle crash. Wow. I assume the vehicle won. Yes, the medics and officers arrived to find that this was a cable installation work site. Police said workers 
had a listen to this. All right, workers had a cable across the road at the time of the incident, and vehicles were allowed to drive across the cable. It is believed that the cable somehow became caught on a passing vehicle, and then the cable ensnared a nearby worker around his leg. And the cable pulled him into the street, and he collided with the side of a pickup truck. Jesus. Have you have you ever crossed over something like that and wondered if the car yeah. would, would pick it up? Sure. Yeah. Uh, due to the wire being around his leg, it is believed that the tension in the wire severed his leg around the knee. Jeez. He's taking the hospital. Police said his injury is not considered life-threatening. Authorities are investigating the circumstances of the incident. Two Denver firefighters are being suspended after having a woman declared dead when she was actually still alive. On June 24th... Oh, there's two, a thin line. Two firefighters went to help Denver police officers with a welfare check of a woman. And one of the officers went inside to check on the woman, came out and said the woman had lividity, which is bluish or purple disc coloration of the skin seen on a deceased person. A deceased person, <laughs> not deceased. I have bad news. Well, <laughs> she's deceased. Dude. Is she dead? Deceased is different. So she had lividity and fluid leaking from her body. Is it possible she was just part of the Blue Man Group? And that she smelled like she was decomposing. Yeah, that's just right. all right. Uh, Lieutenant Patrick Lopez, Lopez said... This is great. Are you actually a man or are you a Pez dispenser? Said the officer told firefighters that uh, they didn't need to go inside because the woman was obviously dead. Lopez yeah. told his crew to stay outside. Uh, he told firefighter Marshall Henry to call... Uh, the uh, Denver Health and asked for a field pronouncement of the death from an emergency room doctor, even though neither of them had assessed the woman themselves. Oh, boy. Henry described the woman's condition to the doctor as being in an advanced state of death, and the order says Henry answered the doctor's questions as if he had personally assessed the woman. The doctor then provided a pronouncement and time of death. Yeah, sure. Uh, the order says the fire department crew left, and a police officer went back inside to look for weapons. While he was there, he noticed the woman was moving. He then called for uh, Denver Fire and EMS to come back, and she was taken to the hospital. The order says that Henry realized his mistake and notified his district chief. Whoa, 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 you shouldn't be moving so much. You're dead. Lopez also told his superior. The officer denied telling the Denver Fire crew not to go inside, and the investigation revealed that it was more likely than not that Lopez had lied to his supervisors in order to shift blame to the officer. Uh, he was demoted from lieutenant to firefighter and given a 14-shift suspension without you, You've had your fair share of stories where they got it wrong. Oh, yeah. And someone was embalmed or yep. buried. It does happen from time to time. Two people face misdemeanor charges after stealing from a clothing store, but that's just where the story begins. According to the Springfield Police Department, uh, the two people stole merchandise from the Ross Dress for Less store on Saturday. In their haste to make a quick getaway, officers say the thieves crashed their cars into each other. <laughs> After they hit each other, the thieves left on foot and were quickly located by officers. No one was hurt in the crash. We really have to work on our getaways. An officer says that they will be facing misdemeanor theft charges. All right, how about this one, uh, Kath? I don't know if you saw this or not, but it took place in Bucks County. Uh, a Philadelphia man is behind bars for allegedly riding a Ben Salem Township School District bus as it took students to Ben Salem High School. 
Did you see this? No, I did not see this. So uh, it happened. I'm trying to think of a reason why this could did be he, okay. Yeah. Happened, <laughs> did he get on to and trying to pass as a student? Well, it, it's very strange. It happened at 6.45 a.m. on Friday. Police say 40-year-old Elliot Smith boarded the bus to Brownsville Road or at Brownsville Road and Weldon Avenue on I'm, Saturday. I'm only six years old. On Friday, he sat alone. Officers say a student texted their parents saying there was a stranger on the bus. Huh. The parent then called the school district and district officials immediately called 911. Officers intercepted the bus at Galloway and Merchantsville, uh, Mechanicsville Roads, uh, which is at least four miles from the initial stop. A parent who didn't want to be identified said she got a brief email from the school on Friday. The message said an incident happened on the bus. It required police to respond, but there is no safety concern at the time. Uh, Smith is charged with unauthorized school bus entry. Uh, he, they said he had an active warrant at the time of his arrest, but oh, would good. not specify what it was for. He didn't talk to any kids or touch anybody while he was on the bus. He just got on the bus. I, I, and they didn't see him get on? I, that's what I don't understand. How does the bus driver let it fall? Not unless, is it, is it, was it, it wasn't an elementary school, was it? Uh, yeah, it was. Well, they, that's so, absurd. Like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't get on. I believe it was elementary school. My wife comes to the stop to wave goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Ben Salem High School. Oh, all right. Oh, high school. All right. Maybe it was a young-looking guy. I don't know. All right, then one last story. Uh, the other day, journalist Nicholas Crum was on the ground in Chile to report on a recent robbery when, quite unexpectedly, he became a victim of one himself. The culprit in this case, though, You're a real crumb <laughs> was a bird. A bird. Yes. So while the camera rolled for Crum's report, a parrot passing by evidently saw an opportunity for ill-gotten gain, and she took it. The parrot flew in, landed softly on Crum's shoulder, uh, but it didn't stay a Disney princess moment for long. Without warning, the parrot then grabbed the earbud from Crumb wow. that he was wearing and then took off with it. Well, like he yanked it out of his ear and left. There's a certain symmetry to a parrot attacking Crumb, right? Uh, yes, yeah. I guess so. Like a cracker crumb? Yeah. yeah. So the little bird's crime couldn't have been more brazen, especially given that it was all caught on tape, uh, yet she seemed to have no regrets. Fortunately, Crumb took the theft in stride and was able to finish delivering his report later on with the help of the cameraman. And then killed the parrot with a hammer. Uh, Crumb actually managed to recover his stolen earbud, which had been dropped on the ground nearby. The parrot, however, remains at large. They did not beat him with a hammer, but maybe they're looking to do that. Get away from me. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the... First bizarre file of our yeah. Camp Out for Hunger 2022. Nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You can't see it, but people are actually standing up and weeping. Oh, my goodness. It happens to even me sometimes. Sometimes you have to stop them from coming to grab you and carrying you around on their shoulders. I, it does. But, you know, nonetheless, we, we do what we can. We soldier on. All right. So, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. We have a new Word of the Week prize this week. We have beer for a year from Victor Br- Victory Brewing Company. Wow. Pretty sweet deal. So we'll do the regular things like the letter of the day, stupid question, lesson learned. All that stuff happens during the broadcast, even though we're doing a special live event. So uh, we're excited for our next segment because we here on the President and Steve Show get to reunite with some people we haven't seen in a long, long time. People who were there at the very first Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, we're going to do a Y100 reunion here yeah. on the President Steve Show in just a little bit. So, yeah, we're excited about that. We see a few fans of the old radio uh, radio station, radio program uh, that are excited about it. So, uh, with that, I think we should take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We're all right here. Xfinity Live, South Philadelphia. Camp Out for Hunger, Chico's Vibe in the studio. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers equipped by Stoffer Glove and Safety. Or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Victory Brewing Company, Campbell's Soup, Cash Cow Vending, Seabox, Custom Shipping Containers, Gilbane Building Company, and Thackray Crane. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Listen, before we, uh, we, we have a few different guests we're going to bring out in this particular segment. We love uh, anybody uh, who comes by and, and makes donations. And in fact, uh, this group had been a part in more than just uh, donations the past couple of years as we had some, uh, well, Casey did a marathon of sorts. Or what, uh, what was your, didn't you break a record or something? Well, or? I mean, uh, we, we called it uh, From Wells to Shells, and we swam the equivalent of where we're at right now to Cape May, right. New Jersey, last year. And, and so last year I did, uh, I swam two miles in the first day and then a mile on Tuesday, a mile on Wednesday, and a mile on Thursday. So I swam four miles last year and, in and four days. A couple of years ago, yielded one of the great Camp Out for Hunger photos. Yes, of the you, breached uh, whale. Yeah, the breached whale coming up out of the pool. I prefer to think of it as Wolverine leaping out of the bath. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we are happy to uh, welcome back with a donation uh, from Endless Pools. Please welcome Brendan Cuddle. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice to see you, Brendan. Thanks for being a part of uh, Camp Out once again. Absolutely. Uh, Happy 25 years. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, listen, bringing out that endless pool when you guys did, that was a bit of an operation. That thing is not a small piece of equipment. No, usually about three days to get everything set up. So it, it takes a little bit. And we're sorry, Casey, that it's not here this year. Hopefully, uh, again, next year we'll do something bigger, better, have no. the pool here for you again. It's great. you know. And, and honestly, you, what you really need to do is talk to his wife because <laughs> she won't let him have one. We're still trying to get that pool in your home, Casey. Okay. <laughs> you did. My neighbor got one. Oh! <laughs> neighbor yeah, now yeah. you can have pool envy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to end that. Uh, but you guys are coming by uh, this year for a donation. Absolutely. And the most important thing, right? Yeah, so we're, we're excited about that. Anything before we get uh, the, the donation you brought, anything you want to mention about the, uh, the product, the company? Sure. Uh, to pass uh, along to people? We are a local company, Endless Pools. We're based out of Aston, Pennsylvania, so right around the corner. Uh, we do sell the pools nationally, though, so whether you're here, across the country, uh, we are always looking to take care of our customers, though, locally, obviously, so that's why we're here today. Always check us out at endlesspools.com. And this is, uh, this is a, uh, an exercise a piece of equipment that you can set up at your home, and you can, you can swim laps, you can swim for miles, uh, but you can also just kind of chill out in it as well, right? Yeah, yeah we like to say we, we, we bring you the power of water. So whether it's swimming, exercise, family fun, we take care of whatever your particular needs are. There's right. some amazing, you got to get over and see some of their, their solutions. Oh. It's astonishing. It is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and you said water, and I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very well We done. are local, like I that said. I noticed, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're local than water. All right, uh, so what do you have for us today? We are excited to hear about this, Brendan. So today, uh, uh, from Endless Pools to you at Phil Abundance, a $10,000 donation. How about $10,000, people? Oh, oh, I love that. 
That goes a long, long way. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and you guys continue to give back to your local community. Yes, you know? we do. Yes, uh, it's very important for us. That's fantastic. How many people uh, employed it in those pools? By the so way, so we're Any about two hundred people in asking. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's even more than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, well, listen, we appreciate it so much the support, and yeah. We'll get, we'll get that pool back out here some year, and we'll do Absolutely. something again. We're going to stock it with trout next time. We could do it. We could do it. Uh, thank you, Brendan. Thank you very much for thank having you. us. All right, let's hear for Brendan yeah. Cotto from Endless Pools. They're really something. They're really cool. So your neighbor got one, huh? Yeah, he got one, and, uh, you know, uh, I filled it up with this week. And uh, <laughs> on uh, Saturday night, I, I, I saw it, and it was, uh, it was up to 98 degrees, and... You know, I just mm. I got to put my fingers in it. <laughs> yeah. Then it was back to uh, Rake and Lee. I was super happy for him, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm super so happy, happy for, him. for you. All right. Well, listen, we're ready to move on uh, with our next guest. We're excited about this because uh, 25 years ago, we started Camp Out for Hunger. We've been talking about that a lot lately. We were in the Adams Mark Hotel parking lot in Balakinwood uh, with an RV and literally a 50-gallon drum that we would beg people to bring wood by so we could burn wood in it. We actually had Air, uh, Ed Rendell and Timothy allowed us allowed us to do open burning, <laughs> which was not legal no. in in Philadelphia. He allowed us. He gave us a mayoral pass so that we could stay warm outside, and that's how we used to do the camp out. For yeah, home. yeah. It was as bare bones as uh, could be, but yeah. it was it's where it all began. At that time, it was. Uh, it was uh, it was the Greater Philadelphia Food Bank, and now it's obviously Phil Abundance, which has gone stratospheric with everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, some great memories of that time, Preston. And I think this was uh, Marissa's idea was to uh, maybe call back some people that were there when we got started 25 years ago and uh, were helped, uh, you know, uh, the, the biggest part of, of putting the event on and, uh, you know, now it's become what it is today. Uh, so we're happy to bring back uh, to, this, to this stage the staff of Y100 yeah. is here with us this morning. So... We have a bunch of people. We're gonna we're gonna move them out. There's like I think we got like ten staff members. Casey, who's going where? All right. Uh, well, Marissa was uh, handling. You, uh, Josh, you're gonna hang over here. All right. On the microphones to our left, we have Joey O. All right. Liz Romaine, Jim McGuinn, Matt Cord. Matt Cord. Yeah. We're missing somebody over here. Uh, well, we're trying. We're doing our best to get this organized, but uh, we have a we have a big crew that's here with us. Uh, and I'm going to make sure that everybody knows who is who because we have some people that, that you would know from our air staff, but then there are uh, people from our promotions department and so on that have made it here. Casey? Um, then we also have Josh Landau, Kelly Gross, Steve McLean, Kristen Miller, Dan Fine, and Leanne Curtis. Oh. Yeah! It's Josh T. Landau. Josh, Josh T. T. Landau. Uh, well, let's start with Matt Cord. Hey, Hi, Matt. Hey. Good to see you guys. You you haven't changed a bit. Not a bit, man. We only see you every day down the hall at WMGK. But uh, but no, Matt. When uh, when Matt started working at. Uh, Y100, that's when I started doing morning. Right, I took your shift. Yep, I did yep. afternoons. Yep. Matt came in, did yep. uh, did afternoons, and I went. Lame-ass trivia, and yep. uh, what was the other uh, oh my God. feature I stole from you? Was that uh, uh, like a comedy thing? No, anything? I didn't do comedy <laughs> things. I still don't do well, comedy um, Well, you did lame-ass <laughs> trivia. Yeah. That was my regular, yeah. uh, but that's the only feature I remember. God, I've... All right, so I stole that one. I've yeah. smoked a lot of weed between <laughs> then and now. You also did a home repair segment, did you not? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, but we would also like to say hello. Our program director, yeah! Tim McGuinn. Yeah! 
Uh, Jim McGuinn is the guy who uh, who hired me, brought me to Philadelphia, and uh, and actually got me and Steve together in the first place. Uh, I was calling down to you, Jim, to find out about a job in New York. He said, hey, I got a show that just started down here. Yep. Would you be interested in coming down and, 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 uh, and checking it out? And... Uh, here we are. And you lived in the uh, Russian efficiency for many, <laughs> exactly, many yeah. months while yes. you're uh, halfway relocated between New York and, uh, it and was, Philly. Uh, the most austere apartment <laughs> I've ever lived in my life because I didn't know how long it would go for. But yeah, it was, and 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 we owe that to you. So thank you. So well, much for y- that. you guys first started working together when we were at DRE. Yep. And and Preston, you had like an afternoon gig, and Steve, you would come down and right. do like kind of like comedic stuff together and you guys had this like amazing chemistry and that would have been like 95 96 96 like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 1996 and, and um you know can i say your you know your 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 radio name oh sure yeah kenny knight <laughs> when i first met kenny knight he was a top 40 dj in st louis yeah jim worked in st louis as well so he actually heard Kenny Knight love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I still hired you. I, I know. It's insane. He told me. I'll never forget. He was moving to Philadelphia, and I said, I called him, and I said, hey, yeah. good luck to you. And he's like, hey, why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you go in a studio and, like, use your real voice and do a radio <laughs> could show? You be, could you be human? Yeah. And, uh, and I did, and he hired me, and I came up and was a music director of WDRE and did afternoons and changed my life. Dude, I remember. So one thing about this. This guy about Preston, I remember you coming to me at one point when we were the early days when we were working at Y100, and you said, you know what, I want to be somebody that makes a difference in the community. I want to be somebody who has a legacy. And you said, I want to be somebody kind of like Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he yeah. said to me. Yeah. And, and we were, because we were talking about, like, could you do mornings? And I'm like, can you wake up? Can you... <laughs> Can you spend less time at the end of the bar? Is right, this yeah. going to work, you know? And uh, I guess it's worked okay for you. Yeah, it worked out yeah. all right. You had awesome. To, you had to ask me more than once to do morning. Well, and I was yeah, like, I get oh, it. Jesus, no. And I still hate <laughs> the early morning part of it, but it's the greatest thing in the How, world. It's the most fun job ever. For the first hour of every morning, Monday through Friday, the only two words we say to each other, Hey. Yeah, morning. All right. That's it. Because it's like you got to get in, you got to eat up every second. And then we really, for the first time, start talking on air because that's how it works. So, yeah. And you always said the phrase that I I think is the most uh, apropos to this. You get used to not being used to those hours. Yes, that's all you can do. Uh, And Jim went away, worked at at, uh, WXPN here in Philadelphia. Went away to Minneapolis for 13 13 and a half years. And now is back as uh, the assistant program director. WXPM Sports yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio here in Philadelphia. It is just got back. It is great to be back in Philadelphia, and it's great to be part of this. I mean, amazing. Twenty-five years of Camp Out for Hunger, and thank you to everybody who's here for coming out. Yeah. And hey, if you're listening right now, get some food and get down here and contribute because this is amazing. What happens every year? We'll go through a little bit more of those early days, but I want to introduce uh, everybody else because uh, like over here is Liz Romaine who worked in our promotions yeah. department. Yeah. Liz, so great to be here. You too. What have you been up to the past few years? I haven't seen you in ages. Uh, yeah, I work in public relations. I work at Vault Communications as a VP, just doing PR and comms. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, VP. Nice. Did Were you at, wait, was it, uh, 
You were Kristen. It was at five below. Uh, no. Kristen was. was at five below. I was no, at five Liz. Below. Liz, were you were at five, five below. Five below and go puff. Yeah. Okay. And go puff. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Look exactly. at you. Well, we're happy that you came I'm back. I'm still in Delco, so. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to get out. Yeah, we don't leave. We don't abandon <laughs> our counties. No. All right, and also over here is Joey O, our friend. Yay. Weekends at uh, Y100. How you yeah. doing, man? I'm doing good. Good to see. This is very surreal seeing all of you, seeing listeners and. Old friends. Now, you and Josh still work together on Why Not, correct? Yes, we do. Which is an online version of the radio station Y100. Yes, we sort of consider ourselves like the lineage, like we have the, you know, the timeline continues into us from uh, from DRE onward. Wow. And that's got to be, is, or is it just you two holding it down? or uh, we, we have a lot of volunteers and different people to help us out in different ways. And how many years now? Ever since Y100 went uh, well, away. Well, it's a long branch of tree branches there, but uh, we've, we've been doing this version of it for uh, 11 years now. Okay. 12. 12. Congratulations. 12. Josh is 12. Well, then let's go over to Josh T. Landau, who is over here. Josh did weekends at, uh, at Y100 as well, and, and, carried, and you started in promotions, all right? Well, I, I was promotions all the way through. I also did weekends, overnights. I did production. I, did a, I was kind of a jack-of-all-trades, but I started, like, when I first started, I was your intern for a few months, at least, in yeah. the studio, so you taught me And then the beatings lot. became too yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys remember, Josh was the one who provided us the, um, the balcony to launch our very first sex doll out of. In, uh, in the Vag Project? In the Vag Project. Yeah. So it was my, my grandmother's apartment. Oh and she was there. She oh. was there. She was unwell and didn't know what was happening. Oh but yeah. God. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Your grandmother had dementia and we were launching a sex doll from her. I asked my, my mother and uncle's permission. Okay. They said it was okay. Josh, um, I like the friend you brought over, but she just keeps your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Uh, are you still having fun with uh, with Why Not? And it, uh, it's it's great. I mean, we still get to play you know whatever new music we think we want to share with people, and that's a great feeling. So, and to be able to do radio on you know, no offense to you know. All of the, I mean, this is yeah, all amazing. We do, yeah. but, but we do it on our own terms. Sure. You know, whatever, literally whatever we want. I remember great. calling you. Uh, you were doing a Y100 segment on XPN, and I requested a song, and, uh, and you played it for me. And it was the funniest text I ever got from you. Uh, you text me, I forgot how much this song sucks. <laughs> and uh, it was Wild Horses by the Sundays. Oh, oh great song. I love that song. It's a great song. I don't remember that. I do. But that I don't a, remember that, that much. Is a, but that is a good song. Wow. It was just a little sleepy. All right. Like midnight. I got you. And behind Josh, we have uh, Kelly Gross. Yeah. And uh, oh. Kelly was our promotions director. Hi there, Kelly. Hey, G. Haven't seen you in ages. Haven't seen you either. It's lovely to be here. But yeah. what humble beginnings we had. Uh, yeah. yeah. You were there day one, right? Making sure that that original iteration occurred. What do you think of the new digs? Yeah. It's really impossible to compare it. This is really extraordinary. I'm so proud of you and proud of everything you've done for 25 years. This is amazing. Well, oh, thank, thank you. Where, where are you nowadays? We need to, because we, we, haven't, we haven't met these guys. We haven't even seen them since yeah. just behind, backstage a minute ago. I'm still in the area. I do interior design now. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's really fun. Are you independent or? I am. I work for myself. Plug away. What is it? Kelly Gross Gross Designs? Interiors. Interiors. There you go. Your office is always top notch. I think we need to hire you. (laughs) Thank you for saying so. But thank you for doing this. This is really lovely. And I'm really proud of you guys. Congratulations. Thank Thank you, you. Kelly. Uh, Behind Kelly, we have uh, Steve McLean, longtime sales guy. 
Uh, account executive, and uh, Steve worked uh, not only, we worked with you at a few different radio stations. Yes. Yes, at, at MMR as well, right? At what? MMR as well. MMR, yes. yes. And now, Steve, uh, what are you doing with yourself these days? I am a retired cat dad. <laughs> <laughs> having an affair with Steve's wife, Claire, yeah. on a regular basis. I They're... see more of Steve than I see of Claire. <laughs> uh, but Steve was a, uh, you, you taught at, uh, at uh, Temple for Temple, a while. Yeah, yeah, I still have one class that I teach at Temple. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> and how about uh, acting? Are you still uh, involved in that? No. no. I haven't done what? anything for a few years. Steve is, really? a, is a very solid actor and a very solid voiceover talent. Uh, thank uh, you. Steve thank also you. Uh, salsa dances. Ah. Are you still salsa dancing? No. Oh. No. Wait, I met Kathy what? out one night. I met Kathy out one night for salsa dancing. And if you've ever seen her, she is phenomenal. Like, she is show quality. I count the steps in my head. Oh. I barely can do a turn, and I was so like flattered to like meet her out and have some fun but so bad do we have any salsa terrible <laughs> probably would you got you some why we want to do an improv yeah, to uh, uh salsa dance, dance? Kathy? Kathy? you gotta ask steve steve no, no, no. he said no are you well, sure because the I moment have... the moment came and went it came and went it yeah. was a moment in time we almost had and it. i just I, I i just am so proud to have had an association not only with Y100, but with you guys and what you have done and to have watched it, like so many other people, just watch it grow year after year after year. And all of the people who support it and continue to just come out in a big way, it is really an amazing uh, thing to, to watch. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank you. And it, I mean, from that, from MMR, and then obviously uh, at the beginning of MMR, the, uh, we took a quantum jump forward with this. We started to realize, you know, and Chuck D'Amico and, and uh, Bill West and everyone said, it's, this thing is started and it can only increase exponentially if we give it more room to do so. It's like when you raise, apparently, an alligator in a, an aquarium. Yeah. 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 Also, yep. if you take a look right behind you guys, there's a gentleman with sunglasses on his head. That's Rodney Bird. Uh, he's <laughs> kind of the one responsible for making this thing as big as it is. All right, I would like to uh, meet another member of the air staff. She's one of my favorite people. We only get to see her in the rarest of occasions. Nights at Y100, Leanne Curtis. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. Nice to see you, Leanne. Nice to see you. How are you? Wonderful. So, uh, you... Uh, <laughs> Disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> You were so much fun. I loved listening to you on the radio. Oh, thank you. That's the one thing. We loved listening to each other at, yeah. at Y100. And I, and I wish Brett Hamilton could have been here today, oh, but he had man. a work thing going on. But I, I was fans of everybody else's radio show. And when oh. I did Afternoons, Leanne <laughs> came on after me. God, we had, we, oh, man. we had a janitor. You just used to abuse him so <laughs> bad. Oh, that's not true. Oh, did my. I? Oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Preston, but he did urinate in the bucket before yeah, he I know. everything. Like, so. like he, what? Oh, he got, that's not good. No, you can. Say, no, we say he got caught. Yes. He got. Oh, I, he can say that. Okay. Like he got caught, kind of living in the building and stuff oh, like right. that. Yeah. And when we were doing our step competition. We were going to walk across the country. We'd go down and find his like sleeping area down there. Yeah. yeah. So, By the way, people don't realize that the Y100 <laughs> building in media. Had been a number of different things. I think it was a, like a pet clinic. It was a, a bartending school. It had all of these different weird things going on. Yeah. Now it's it, a dentist office. Now it's a dentist office. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> uh, but Leanne, what? Uh, yeah, what's going on with you nowadays? I know you're you're a mom. Momming it, big Just time. Just momming it. it. Mom, moms. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And do you do you miss uh, do you miss doing radio at all? 
Oh, I totally miss it. I think about doing a podcast. I think about it all the time. And listening to you guys and being here this morning, it's like so... My favorite memories are with, with this group of people Aww. and all the things that we did at Y100. Looking out there and I see that Fez out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all the different Y100 gear and the MMR gear and just the support is super cool. Those Fez shows were out of control, man. We'd have like 50 bands. It was insane. Yeah. You know, you know? what's really wild with those Fez shows? I, I remember is that because they take place in, most often in August. Jim, you, the temperature would be... Uh, Genius scheduler. About what it is here. And there yeah. would be like, there would be a mash unit set up in the, <laughs> in the lobby of people who had just sprawled out. And then, uh, you know, people start to realize you can't drink that much. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I forgot, Leanne, did you leave or were you fired from Y100? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, Jim, which was it? No! <laughs> okay, that answers the question. <laughs> Casey and I weren't sure. It happened. <laughs> the business. Hey. I think it was a bit of both. Jim, do you remember? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had two kids, probably, or the kids I went to DC. I went to DC 101 and then, yeah, started a family. I have two great humans. Uh, yeah. And not only that, Leanne is... And lent, a golf cart. She lent us a golf cart this yeah. week to use. Yeah. She owns a golf cart, which is pretty awesome. So, well, thank you for being here. Yeah, Leanne. it's so good to be here. Good to Chris, see you. Kristen Miller was in our promotions yeah. department. Hello. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Wonderful. How you doing? I'm great. You've got the old school Y100 shirt on. I do. It's even Street Squad. Oh, oh my God. Oh, the Street, oh, street wow. Squad. Yeah. So we have the MM Army, and the equivalent was the Y100 Street Squad. Yep. And was that, was that your ward, your charge? Were you in charge uh, of those yes, guys? Yes, I was in charge of the Street Squad. Yes, hiring all of the interns and um, sending them off to their little events, whether it was a concert or a bar or... We uh, were on the street a lot. T-Mobile store, you know, whatever. Yeah, T-Mobile, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember uh, not hiring me, Kristen, <laughs> when I applied for the job? Yes, yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> In fact, your picture's still up on her wall. Yeah, you're not, not bitter enough. Yeah, not yeah. bitter enough. Yeah. And, Never. And where are you now, Kristen? What are you doing? Uh, I am a math teacher. Really? Oh. Yes. Where? Uh, Avangrove High School. Oh, man, good for you. Molding she's out there today, but she's not. She's right. dead. Yes, my... Um, <laughs> Whenever I have parent night, like the open house, and they come in and I tell them that I used to work in radio and now I'm a math teacher because that's natural. Yeah. Um, and I tell them that I work at a Y100 and they're like, do you know Preston and Steve? And I'm like, actually I do. <laughs> actually so I do. So they're very excited about that. Nice. All right. And then uh, one more guest we're going to welcome, uh, our good friend, former assistant program director and jock as well at Y100, Mr. Dan Fine is hey. here. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you, Dan. And, and marketing director, so and I marketing. have the, the joy of, of putting on two of these camp out for hunger oh my God. with you so, guys. So wait, you were a PD at one point, right? Or did I get that wrong? Wait, what's that? Did I, I said you were assistant program director. Were music you well? director. You're a music thing. director. Yeah, okay. all good. That's I get right. the promotion. I, I get an email from you once a week. I don't know if you realize this. Leave me alone. No, no. Uh, you, you put together the, because uh, you worked at the, the radio station right now, and uh, you put together the uh, sales meeting on Tuesdays. So every Tuesday, I get a calendar invite reminder from you, Dan Fine. Uh, and I just noticed that, like, last week. I'm like, I'm like why am I getting an email from Dan Wow. Fine? Very interesting. You're like, on more, man. Yeah. You look yeah. at the system. <laughs> yeah. And I had the pleasure of working with Steve back in the River Deck days. The River it was Deck. me and Steve at the River Deck and, and Preston, Preston on yes. the air. Yeah. Back at the studio. And that's where Steve and I met before, exactly. we, before we met in person. 
Uh, Steve, I'd never seen him in person, and I was talking to him on the radio. It was, uh, you know what, Steve? It was a meet cute. It was a meet cute. <laughs> That's what it was. The great thing was that mm-hmm. they, they wanted, like, I, I, so in New York, Bill Weston had been at the station that I was working at. He came after Q104 in New York. And uh, so I'd come down from there, go to the Riverdale Cafe. And it seemed perfect, a bar gig for someone who doesn't drink. But uh, so we would do the thing, and we'd have this, this exchange, and it worked out. Yeah. And I'm looking in between the people there behind us. There's uh, Trish Long. She used to work at Y100. She's there. Matt Cowper, who is with us still, she used to work at Y100. So there's other people that are reuniting yes. uh, besides the people that are welcoming, uh, being welcomed to the stage. But that, uh, that first year, uh, Jim, I don't know if you remember or not, but we, uh, our power kept going out in the RV. And was that the year it was also, like, incredibly cold? Oh, my God. It was, like, insane. Well, and, and we used I, to do it in December, I think. I was going to say, I noticed you're doing it before Thanksgiving now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart we move. Learned. Yeah, Smart we, move. Yeah, we learned. But it would, get, it would get dreadfully cold. We also had equipment with no... We didn't even have, like, one of those little promotion, you know... Fifty hundred dollar tents you can buy to cover the, to cover the, equipment, the equipment up with trash bags. We covered it. Do you remember? It snowed the one time. It's, we we basically just trash bags. threw trash bags over a Mackie. So if you remember, now it, it targets there, but it was the Adams Mark, and we were at the the lower part, the lower parking lot in front of the Adams Mark. We were right by uh, the, uh, the the billboard for the marker, which yep. was the restaurant. Every time that went on, the power in the <laughs> RV would shut off. Yep. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, because we we plugged into that thing. We plugged into the same post that had yep. that. And I remember Preston coming back one time. Uh, you know, my wife. You know, I'm, I'm changing. She says, "What happened to your thighs?" We would sit in front of that barrel of burning wood. Yeah. And I had like a third degree burn on my thighs. One time I came back and we had we had been around so much uh, smoke that Rochelle was pregnant with Parker, our first son, and I came home, and I gave her a hug, and she leaned over my shoulder and vomited <laughs> because I smelled so bad. Welcome wow. back. Yeah. yeah, I know. It was well, a that, wonderful moment. That was when the pitch was like, come on down, bring some food and extra firewood. Yeah, yeah. we would yeah. literally yeah. ask for firewood that we could come down and burn. And, uh, and Matt, would you come down uh, and check in with us? Or I, I did the show there live a couple times. Did you? Yeah. God. Yeah, I remember one night being out, and uh, we were at a bar, and the band, remember Stargazer Lily? Yeah, yeah. totally. So we were drinking. We were like, come on down, <laughs> play live. And Jim's like, who invited them? <laughs> we like, get- oh, we were at Pod last night, and they seemed like they wanted to join us. <laughs> we, we would have uh, Stargazer Lily came out a few times. We also had... Um, Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte played a show. Jim, you put that together. That was awesome. Yeah, before they were anything. Yeah. And, and, they, and they'd come back again to now. And they drew you. one of our biggest crowds yeah. ever, and we were like, oh, my God, okay, this thing can be even more than just, you know, a couple of guys sitting around a, a barrel. At that point, we were saying, oh, how could it get any bigger? And yeah. here we are. Yeah. yeah. So it was an amazing uh, run from uh, beginning until now. But, like, we just had Acme just came in and donated a half million dollars. I don't know if you saw yeah. that or not. But it's like our original goal was was one ton of food. And, uh, and you know, and then the second year we're like, okay, let's try two tons of food. And then after that we're like, all right, let's quit putting a number on it yeah. and just see what happens. And, uh, yeah, it's, In that it's first ridiculous. year, Preston, how many people came down with, like, they would actually make a sandwich? It was so sweet, but they'd, they'd realize, no, no, we need non-perishable food items. Like, <laughs> like I made this soup. Uh, no, we couldn't do that. But and, and the main reason that we were at the Adams Mark in that location in Balakima, because the radio station was in uh, media, 
uh, was because all the TV stations were there. And we figured if we were right there, maybe we could draw people over. And we got Cecily Tynan to come over. Set her on fire. Yep. She's been at every single one. Yep. Yeah. For yeah. 25 years. So she's going to be coming out this week, right? That's what we hope. Wow. Uh, so, well, listen, we, we just thought it would be nice to bring uh, the original crew back together. Yeah. And since we've got you guys here, I thought it would be fun to, uh, to try a contest out. Uh, we have people split up on the stage. We have five on one side. No, we have four over here. Yeah, four on one side and one, two, three, four, five, six. We need somebody else over here. Steve's, I think oh, All right, Leanne's oh, coming over. Yeah. Leanne Curtis is crossing oh, the stage. Bring her. We're going to go team A and team B. And here's what I'm going to do. We're calling this the Alt-Rock Archives. Casey, give me some music underneath, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, something to fill out the... Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, it's Eve 6, right? Yes. We're talking about any alt band. You can just fault, default to Eve 6. So I'm going to give you a title. You give me the artist that did the Alt-Rock song. This would have been on the Y100 playlist, all right? So... You guys all need to decide amongst each other what the answer is going to be. So we're going to go... You don't just shout it out. No, you don't just shout it out. You tell each other. Oh. All right, we're going to go to Team A over here, Team B over here. Team A, here we go. First song is Feed the Tree. Belly. Oh, that's correct. One point for Team A. Team B, Brick. Ben Folds 5. Ben Folds 5 is correct. Point, one point each. All right, back over to Team A. Big Time Sensuality. Bjork. Bjork, that is correct. Team B, Cannonball. Breeders. The Breeders is correct. Wow. Let's go back over to Team A. Pepper. Butthole Surfers. surfers. Yes. <laughs> well done. All right. Ben has now. been dying to say the word butthole on the radio <laughs> for years. All right. Now be surprised. This is a tough one. Some of these are easy. This one's hard. How about this? Love Fool. Oh, the Cardigan. The Cardigan. Oh, Joey got it. All right. How about you guys on Team A? Block Rockin' Beats. Chemical Brothers. Yes, Dan Fine with the answer. So far, it's tied. We go back over here. Brimful of Asha. Corner Shop. Corner Shop is correct. Next, we have back over to Team A. Novocaine for the Soul. Eels. The Eels is correct. Back over here to Team B. Connection. Elastica. Uh, Joey's getting all of these. He knows every single one. All right, back over to you guys. The Way. Fastball. Fastball, Fastball is correct. Good, Josh. Back over here. Criminal. Oh, Apple. Yes. You can't answer anymore, Joey. <laughs> and neither you two. Or no, actually, Dan's gotten a few of these over here. All right, how about this one? This is an easy one for you guys. Stupid girl. Garbage. Well done. Back over to you guys. Supernova. Come on, Jim, you know this one. Yeah. Liz Fair? Liz Fair is correct, yes. Back over to you guys. Fade into you. Mazzy, Mazzy Star. Star. Well done, Kelly Gross. Hey, All right, back to you guys over here. How bizarre. Oh, bizarre. OMC. OMC! Wow. You got that! Okay. All right. All right. I'm thinking we need to switch it up here. They need to take turns, like Family Feud. Ooh, okay. Well, I only have four left. All right, so... I have, All right, let's I do that right idea. now. Then. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. All right, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Right, let's put a twist on it. Do everything the same. Okay. Back over to Team A. Firestarter. Prodigy. Prodigy, Prodigy yes. All right, how about you guys? Here's where the story ends. Sundays. Yes, Matt Cord! A six-foot I just DJ. realized I'm on the air right now competing against myself. <laughs> yes, you are. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm losing. Yeah. Matt Schill started five minutes ago. You're also winning. All right, we have two left, and you guys are going to get every one of these. Volcano Girls. Baruch Assault. Yes, and the last one, your woman. White Town. White Town! A tie. It's a tie. Where is he? 
Down there. Oh, wait, we have one more person. We're gonna, one person who could not be here was totally essential to the Camp Out for Hunger was our former morning show co-host, Marilyn Russell. She couldn't make it. She's out of, her, out of town. This is her son, Matthew. All right, that mic's not working. Get over to this one on the stand. Hey, yeah, Matt, the one, the one on the stand right there. Matt, Russell. How's it going, everybody? How you doing, man? Living the dream. Nice to see you. Matt was but a child. Yes. When we uh, started this show. And then you made love to Marilyn Russell. <laughs> true. That's actually true. That's true. That's true. We've suspected. Uh, I do actually have mesothelioma now from the grunge fest that was. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Sorry about that, man. Uh, no, but listen, uh, you recently brought... Uh, so. Marilyn's a grandma. Yes. Matt. You guys, you guys are all grandparents now, just yeah, so you guys yeah. know that. Like, I was like the, the baby of Y100, and now I have a baby of my own. So, what do you, so it goes. What do you remember about, uh, about those days when you were a kid and your mom was on the radio on Y100? Well, I don't remember as much as she likes to flaunt over me. Like, right. remember the time Michael Stipe held you? No, I don't. <laughs> I wish I did. I really wish I did, but I don't. But you, you guys know my mom. She's a cartoon fan. She's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. She texted me and was like, oh, you have to go to this thing on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no details. No. Here's Casey's number. Yep. You show up. Oh, That's God. Marilyn. Yeah. She's she doing dirt bike tricks in Tucson, Arizona while I'm <laughs> here. Marilyn's like, it is life-changing. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about, uh, Marilyn? Small wonder. <laughs> The sitcom will change your life. Yes. That's a religious experience. Yeah. Marilyn, uh, yes, everything was amped up just a smidge. All the time. Uh, no matter what with Marilyn. And she's we love her. She's good at the dramatic yes. reveal of sometimes nothing. Yeah. But she's great. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. Dude, man, dude. Yes, yes, totally. Dude, man, dude. Uh, you guys are really good at this. This is weird for me. <laughs> well, thank you, brother. And, and we're happy you could be here to represent your mom, yeah. so thank you so it's much. It's great to see everybody that I haven't seen in, like, yeah. 20 years. Yeah, it's been amazing. So, all right, well, listen, we do have to wrap up this segment. We have dragged it on quite a bit, but I am so thrilled that you guys could all make it down here. We love you. Yeah. Love you, love thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Jim, for starting this that turned into what it is. So, yeah. you guys are the best. All right. Y100 staff, thank you guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We have more of the Camp Out 100, more guests on the way. Make sure you come and see us live here at the Xfinity Complex in South Philadelphia. We'll be right back. Wednesday night is the second annual Food Trucks and Fireworks event at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. 19 food trucks, live music, and entertainment for the whole family. It's free to attend with a donation for Phil Abundance. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to see the whole lineup and schedule of events. You know, every year our engineering uh, staff makes sure that we have things uh, set up so everybody is comfortable <laughs> and nice and toasty warm in the wintertime. <laughs> It's like a thousand degrees inside this tent. Something I never anticipated we ever. would ever have to be dealing with at all. Casey's been over here fanning himself oh my God. like he's a uh, uh, sitting on the porch having yeah. a having a nice tea. I just took my little my tea. I just yeah. took my little like denim coat off. Like it's <laughs> I mean, of, of all people, I remember the first camp out I ever did with you guys, and I thought. 
they are nuts. It yeah. was snowing. It might have been that snowing year you were talking about. There was like plastic draped over all of the equipment. We yep. were freezing. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared at all. I had like sneakers on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. I am so freezing right now. But now here today, right. 25 years later, I'm sweating. The yep. um, <laughs> the air that they have pumping in the back, could they pump that in, in the front? Oh, here I know. Well, <laughs> open the doors at least. That'd be kind of nice because this kid. <laughs> well, and we also have this giant, this giant heat lamp behind yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we got the band cranking things up. So anyhow, nonetheless, it's it's a good problem to have because normally it's, it's I just turned the AC on. All right, thank you, Rodney. Just let us know in our headphones. He just turned the air conditioning on. So yay! But this this might be the most beautiful day oh, weather-wise ever. we've ever had in a campout. A week seriously, War Child. <laughs> a week from today, by the way, Steve, the low is going to be like twenty-five degrees. Oh my so, God. like, I'll take this yeah. being a little warm over next week. Yeah. And, you know, the, this weather is uh, is perfect. But yeah, Kathy's right. We did have. I mean, literally. Uh, I, we would both lose our voices on the first day. Yep. We've managed to beat that uh, in the long run. But the snow, the the uh, the ridiculous uh, conditions, the equipment constantly getting wet, it was horrible. But here we are. It's going up to 77 today. Nice. Seriously. 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 Back off. He's here, guys. All right. Uh, we would like to welcome some friends here uh, to make a donation and say hello. And we love these guys. We've been having them come by for years and, and for different charity events, not just Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, we want to welcome our friend is the VP of Consumer Connections at Penn Beer. We just call him the beer guy. John Dorenzi yeah. is here. Oh, guys. Hey. And uh, the executive director of Families Behind the Badge, Mr. Mark O'Connor. Yes. What's up, Mark? How you doing? Doing great. Super. Nice to see you guys. Dorenzi, how are you, buddy? I am great, guys. Good to see you guys as well. Wonderful. It's great. It is crazy warm out there. I know. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> and his microphone is crazy loud, by the way, if you could bring that down just a smidge. But listen, I, I want to thank you, first of all, John, because I know the World Series didn't end up the way we wanted it to, but you did give us a chance to send some yeah. listeners uh, yeah. to go to that event. Yeah, it was it was a great run. A little tired. You know, it was a great run. They did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, we would have had a parade on Wednesday. So uh, we came up a little short. I had forgotten about how tiring it is. Like, it's awesome. But, you know, with our job, we're at work at 5 in the morning. You're staying up till 12, 12.30 watching the games or whatever. It's a great problem to have. But it's like that month beats the crap out of you. Yeah, and you're working your ass off. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, a lot of eating and drinking, but it was working my ass off. Did I hear right? Did did Xfinity Live run out of beer the one night? They they bought a lot of beer. They did run out of... of, uh, (laughs) Of a certain couple, certain brands. Oh my god! Wow. But yeah, it was insane. Tens right. of thousands of cases of beer. Oh my over god. there. But right. regardless of the outcome, you wouldn't trade it for the world. It was no an way. Incredible experience. No, it was awesome. Yeah. It was a great run. All right. Well, uh, Mark, a little bit about families behind the badge for those who might. I know we ask you to tell every time you go on the air with us, but if you could tell people a little bit about it, that'd be great. Sure. So the two main pillars of Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation, we support the families of fallen and injured first responders in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area. And secondarily, we started a program called Police Youth Alliance after the unrest in Ferguson, Missouri, trying to connect cops and kids in non-enforcement positive actions. And the two big things we do. But we gave to we gave this year to over 40 different charities. Wow. Yeah. 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 You guys do phenomenal work. With both, both my brothers, you know, my brother, younger brother currently law enforcement, and yes. it, it makes a big difference in all of that stuff. You know, to, to the, the proverbial building bridges is a key element of, of making things better. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's so important. And what, what these guys are able to do to connect police with children and with different people in the city 
it, it makes a real difference. And, you know, we could show you guys some of the things that they do. It, it's awesome. And yeah. It definitely brings the youth and the police together. And yes. uh, the Bend to the Shore event is a, is a big one, too, that you're involved in, right, Mark? Yeah, our 35th annual this past July. Casey's, Casey uh, and the MMR team was fourth highest fundraiser. Yeah. 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 118 riders, I think, you had, which was great on a very hot day. Man, it was hot. It was yeah. really, really hot, and we didn't... F but you didn't feel it until the last five miles. It was the last five miles when you're in that blazing sun and the wind in your face. But, like, you know... Who cares? You know, like, yeah. we're, we're there for, for a greater good and, and, a greater, fact, yeah. and a greater cause. You said you forgot about it until you had to rip your balls off your thigh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, and so I can't remember how many years ago it was, maybe eight or nine years ago. And, you know, we got a staff email. Anybody want to do uh, the, the tour to shore? And it was with, uh, you know, with, with uh, Bud and, and Penn Beer. And I was like, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'll try it. You yeah. know, I'll see. You know, see what I can do. And I think we had like twelve riders on our team. And um, and over the years, you just you, you ride with these uh, first responders, police officers, you know, firefighters, um, you know, DAs, lawyers, like you know, all these people that that are involved. And uh, and and it's it's an entire morning spent with the, this community, and you just grow addicted to it and, and you just want to do better the next year and so you know here we are eight years later and you know a couple of hundred thousand dollars raised from team wmmr and uh, and you guys you know continue to give back to the community as well yeah, yeah. well well over a hundred thousand dollars from team mmr so thank you very much <laughs> yeah that's another you know you stick with it yeah things grow and yeah. it keeps going like the camp out for hunger and now i am a cyclist before i was like a, uh, my, yep. my cousin would call me a bikeist right and now i'm a, officially yep. A cyclist. And, you know, all summer, yeah. all summer, you know, I follow Casey on social media, and you see he does a 45-mile ride one. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's it's crazy. Great. That yeah. It's awesome yep. that he continues to do that. And and speaking of continuing to do stuff, you guys uh, contribute to the Camp Out for Hunger. You're here to make a donation this morning? Yes, we, we are. are. Um, what do we have? And again, on behalf of the families behind the badge, we'd like to donate $10,000. $10,000! This is a good Monday. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's great, guys. 10000 this year. We're up over $65,000 donating to you guys. And it's a phenomenal cause for Phil Abundance. And you guys are unbelievable at what you do. So this is just a very small thank you from us uh, to you guys. So thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much, John. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark. Families behind the badge and uh, Penn Beverage, you guys are the best. So thank you. We will put that Thanks, to good guys. use. Love it. Let's hear it for him, yeah. guys. One more time. I'm always blown away by that, man. It's amazing. I remember uh, Nick and I were talking, uh, like, the first time we ever got a, a donation of that size. Uh, it was like uh, one of the first was John Bon Jovi. Yes. Said, oh, I'll donate $10,000. We were like, What? Ooh, yeah, it, it, was, it blows away. So it still blows me away. I still get that. Uh, do we have our next guest ready to go? Yeah. All right, we have musical accompaniment for our next guest. John, if you would, please. Chico's Vibe has a song put together. Oh, yes. Just for this man. <laughs> He's standing up. He's doing a slow motion run. Yo, Adrian! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from NBC Sports Philadelphia, Mr. Michael Barkhead. <laughs> Chico's vibe, man. <laughs> Vibing. I love it. Ba -da -ba. Yeah. Son of a gun. <laughs> Never took a lesson. 
Are we going to have to Not do a lesson? We're going to have to do that every time we have you on now. Well, I, uh, if you would, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? Me, I also call them Emily Barkan's wedding band. Uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've known these guys for about uh, 15 years, and Ellen and I, my wife Ellen, just celebrated. Can I start talking? Is yes, okay? go ahead and start talking. I'm so yes. sorry, everybody. <laughs> so Ellie and I celebrated 30 year, 30 years married uh, in September. So I called up Dennis, Denny I call him. I called up Dennis and I said, could you come by Park and play Our Love Is Here To Stay, which is our wedding song. Uh, and it was like a Pink Panther episode, man. They, they're sweating, it's, it's, it's about 90 degrees. He's got a music stand and Ed mounts there with a saxophone and, and uh, it, went, it went great. They were unbelievable. He didn't know the words, but it's okay. It's, you don't need to know the words. It's amazing. Words John, just get Gabe in the Hart's way. There, Gabby, I'm sorry? Words get in the way. Words get in the way. Yeah. It was really about the sentiment, the music. Yes. Well, welcome, sir. It's good to have you. Thank you so I, much. I don't want to alarm you, but over your shoulder right there, I think that's uh, Kyle Schwarber sitting in the uh, in the audience right there. Here's the oh, no, it's just a dude with a Phillies hat on. He's got a beard. Uh, I'm sorry. Right. He's looking down at his it, phone. It yeah, I thought you were Schwarber for a minute, man. It happens. Yeah, it happens. You know how I could tell he was in a bunt formation? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, come on. That's not right. I can't explain it. All right. Well, listen. We we had uh, we had mentioned earlier, obviously, you know, a couple of glaring things to talk about sports with you, sir. Yes. Uh, did you hear the Phillies didn't win? What? I you know it's I didn't want to break the news to you. Stunned. No, but you know what? Nick had, Nick had posted something on social media, and I and I echoed it earlier this morning that regardless of the outcome and how disappointing that ended up being, because our hopes got up so high, it was so much fun. The past three or four weeks have been so much fun to watch what those guys have done. I'm always going to take that uh, as what happened uh, this year in baseball. It was like music. It was so unexpected. It was so beautiful that uh, we thought, look, I, I had them making the playoffs. And I don't want to say I have to say that. But at the outset of the season, I thought 87, 88 wins. They added a wild card team. And I thought they, they would have a good shot to make the playoffs or at least be in it the last weekend, and it turns out that they were. And, and I came on the air for the postgame after they were eliminated from the World Series, and I said, let's go back to October 3rd when they lost the first game in that doubleheader at Washington, and Washington stinks, and they lost to them 13-4, to and we were disgusted. Oh, my God, the season's over. Then they ran off three straight wins. They clinched it at Houston that first game with Nola pitching, and we were off to the races. And it was so unexpected. It was so magnificent, I thought. And I know you were all there. I saw all your, your posts. It wasn't it great? It was so I much was fun. Just, it, and I, yeah. I, I've covered all the, the sports, Preston, and I've been to all the championship rounds. You got three games at home, in your hometown, in your home ballpark. It just sings. It's the, it's the best. And, and one of them was just the biggest blowout. Oh, just the most... It was game three. Hilarious game to watch. Three. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and again, I keep, uh, and we talked about it the last time you were in the studio. It, there's something that happens. You get reminded you can do it. You get reminded that, um, you know, you've got some really wonderful players on this team. Not that anyone was dismissing them, but they, there's a magic there. And that just says, okay, so this wasn't the year, but. We've got next year. I know that's the old fallback, but you just saw a demonstration of what they can do. Yeah. So that's got to be that much more encouraging. And here's the other question, Steve. Does it matter how they get there as long as they get there? No. In other words, if I said, 
106 wins, and they won the division going away, and, and they still got to the World Series versus 87 wins and getting to the World Series. They got to the World Series. Now, the expectations would have been greater that we would have liked two more wins it's like, had they won the division. I'll take the way it ended. It's like I the will. Astros cheating. You got to do what you got to do. Cheaters. <laughs> I hate them. You know what I mean? They shouldn't have won. I'm launching an investigation, and yeah. I will report back to you later on Thank in the you. program. Thank you. Michael Preston referenced this earlier, but the Astros had two postseason losses. Yeah. Who were they against? The Phillies. You know, yeah. th- this team, when you go back when it's a month's worth of baseball, I, I had honestly forgotten that 6-2 win against the Cardinals in the first game of the postseason. They're down 2 nothing going in the ninth inning, and there was story like uh, like that after story after story. The, the Harper home runs obviously were huge, you know, and, and we didn't get the Reese Hoskins that we wanted in the World Series, but the in the NLCS, in the NLDS, Reese Hoskins was uh, incredible and had some amazing moments. So it really was a likable slash lovable team, and uh, and I just I had so much fun over the last month. Me too. And when you think about this lineup and how it produced, some guys were struggling, other guys were picking up. Castellanos, for example, he struggled throughout the season. After May, he really had a tough time, but he had some key hits in the NLC and catches. And, I mean, and, and, right, you're right. He I mean, saved the season twice. That catch you can make that he an had argument. in Game One of the World Series, the catch that he had in the bottom of the ninth inning saved that game, and then they won that game in the tenth. So if Nick Castellanos doesn't make that catch, the Phillies don't. I don't even know if they win a, a game in the entire series. Yeah. You know, that was a, a, a game-saving catch. So and and it was like that throughout the the series and throughout the postseason. And that's the beautiful thing about baseball. Balls, is guys pick up for each other. You can't have the entire lineup hitting at the same time. But I will say, uh, back to my earlier example, had they been playing as they did in the postseason, they might have won the division. That, yeah. That's how good. This is what we expected right, right. from the outset. Michael, do you think that these these guys can be somewhat satisfied with what they did for the season? I mean, I know they got this far and they had their sight on the brass ring and nothing else. But when you come up short, can they pull back later on and maybe go, you know what? We did pretty damn good this year. I don't think... I think to a degree, but right. I don't think guys like Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber and, and um, uh, Zach Wheeler and Zach Eflin and all the other, Aaron Nola, they're not built that way. You're yeah. right. They're not built that way. And so there's only one way to do it, and that's to win. You win, you're the last person standing, the last team standing. That's satisfying. Other, other than that, look, you, you, you listen to these guys after the games. You listen to Rob Thompson. He was asked earlier in the season, you're the first Canadian manager to go back to Canada and manage a game in Canada. I mean, how, how's that feel? Right. Like, I really didn't think about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll think about it some right. other time. And, I mean, and, and that's, you see the same thing with Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts, they could win by 40, win by one. It's like, you know, we still well, get better. There's so many things we got to do to get better. That's what top athletes do, think, and say. That's true. I just hope they hear what people like us and others are saying. That, they do. That thank you for the ride. Absolutely. It was really, really cool. Did you see Bryce Harper, Preston? Yesterday, the team got back. Uh, last night, uh, he, he, uh, I guess they were at Citizens Bank Park. It was dark. There was a handful of fans. I think it was a handful. Maybe it was more than that greeting them. They could have taken their bags and said, see ya. Yeah. And, they, and they didn't. They stayed with the fans. They took photos with the fans. And they realized how loved they are by this fandom in this city. That's great. And that will always be. That yeah. will always be. Now, when you're done with your hard-hitting investigating on the cheating yes. scandal this year in, in the done. World Series, see if you can straighten out this whole uh, sudden death. There should be a sudden death goal in Major, Major League Soccer. The golden goal. 
That needs to happen. It does need to happen. I, I, it's unbelievable that the Philadelphia Union, and congrats to the Union. To yeah. Kurt. Another great performance. Alejandro Bedoya. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Burke. Yeah. Congratulations. I just looked those names up. Isn't your uh, actual name Alejandro Barcano? Yes, Alejandro Barcano. Muchas <laughs> gracias, senor. But to, to watch this, to watch these guys play the game with their excitement and their joy and to go all the way out there, get to the final game and, and to have it. And by the way, the goalie who was called into action, he's from Philadelphia. The, yeah. For the other team, John McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. This kid, I mean, I, I'm looking at I'm shaking waiting for him. And Jim Curtin actually complimented him as a Philadelphia kid uh, after the game. But that, you're right. I agree, Preston. There, there needs to be. I want to see the play for the, for the win. What? I don't want to see yeah. the kick. Also, though, or, or shoot out. We're not bereft of, a, of another major big story with the Eagles. I mean, that's a sensational. They play football, right? This yeah, they're the football yeah, team. Football team. Yes. Eagles? Yeah. How, but how weird is that? And I, I was saying to either Kathy or, or Marissa I w before we came on, I was saying, isn't that bizarre? Because in the spring, Sixers are going to the playoffs, or hopefully the Flyers are going to the playoffs, and we kind of forget about the Phillies. Oh, yeah, you know what? Once uh, July comes, we'll yeah. really warm up on the Phillies. But for right now, we're focusing on the other teams. <laughs> and that's the way it's been for the Eagles the yeah. last month or so. I mean, we're certainly paying attention to it and that we know what the score is. But it's, oh, yeah, they played Thursday night. Houston stinks. They're going to win that game. Eight, no. Let's, uh, we'll wait till the Phillies are over. And they became the team that was, I can't believe I'm saying, somewhat overlooked during this period of time. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of, I said it was kind of like, oh, the Eagles won again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. The Eagles won again. And then we'll see what happens Monday night, uh, a week from tonight against the Commanders. Yes. Yes. So it's exciting. Yeah, it really is. is. a great time to be a Philadelphia sports fan. It has been one of the most exciting years ever in, in my uh, experience as far as just having multiple places to tune into and cheer for. You know what I mean? Oh. Beautiful thing. With, with, without a doubt. And I always say that in a city like Philadelphia, and I guess to a degree like Boston and Chicago and New York in particular, we kind of define ourselves like a little bit, our, our collective self-worth by, by the success or failure of our teams. Right. And when our teams do what the Phillies did, when our teams did uh, do what the Eagles might be able to do this season, again, we kind of got a little extra spring in our step. But that's right. And that's not nothing. You know, it's not... And I heard... I think I said this the last time I was with you. I heard that crime was down when the Phillies were, were because people were watching the games. They weren't out on the streets, you know, causing trouble. They were they were watching the games. If we could just win a steady conga line of world championships. That would be great. This would be a, a, a Valhalla. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I, I think that that would be an awesome thing. And but that's what sports can yep. do for a city. Sports can do for a, even a criminals community. love sports. Even criminals. <laughs> that's the tagline. Even, even criminals, criminals love sports. Wow. Let's do that. Uh, set, set that to music. It's beautiful. <laughs> Even criminals love sports. Hey, Chico's right complain for you. In yes, they can. yes, they can. <laughs> be I wonderful. know it. But, but it just absolutely. And now, you know, we turn, uh, we turn to the Sixers. We turn to the Flyers. And that'll be fun. Yeah. 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 There's, there's the Flyers. Right yeah. there. They're yeah. We got the, uh, the uh, Devin Booker and company in town tonight. What? I don't know. Yeah. By the way, uh, do we have some flyers stopping by today, Nick? Later yeah, we're going to have uh, three guys stopping by this afternoon. We're going to have Tony D'Angelo, Scott Lawton, and Joel Farabee, Beezer, stopping by. They're going to be here from about uh, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. taking pictures. So come down, make a donation. You get a picture with a current flyer. And then we're going to have a whole bunch of flyer stuff happening tomorrow morning, too. Scotty Hardnell's going to be here. Wow. JJ, Jim Jackson, and then a flyer's pep rally. Uh -huh. Hey, love it.
love it. Before the game against Craig Berube and your St. Louis Blues tomorrow night. As so long the, as you have Lawton. So the Flyers are coming by today between 2 and 3. That means our um, our sports aficionado Pierre Robert is going to be conducting yes, that interview. Right. They'll be leading the interview. With those three people. And I have put I, and I put in the request for the guys to do the can drop this afternoon. Ooh. They, they are, uh, we're trying to convince them as we speak. And we've never done an afternoon version of that either. Correct. So, yeah. uh, oh, I'm excited about that. it's different atmospherically as the day wears on, how fast that will fall. Yeah. It's, sure be it's warm here. Normally warm. I come here, I'm it's freezing getting cooler. my, my uh, kishkas off you know what i'm saying i'm freezing and uh this this is kind of nice i think in all sincerity michael it's great having you at camp out it, to me it feels like camp out when you're here and, and you. you bring you bring the energy uh and it's just for me it's a great way to kick off can, the I, week. can I just say something I, he- I heard you all talking about about the uh origination of camp out yes how uh eddie the uh eddie the rendell let oh you, yeah let you burn wood yeah. in the back you know which is what you do is unbelievable and i, I think a lot of times it gets lost in the shuffle that there are people out on the streets and there are people that do not have enough to eat. And this is, this is a, a party, and rightfully so, and it's a week long. But what you do for our community is so, for 25 years now, is, is absolutely amazing. And you feed the hungry in this city. And they, they love you for it. And I love you for it. We all love you for it. And, and um, that is, you take it so seriously. That's a beautiful thing. That means a lot. A lot uh, well, thank uh, you, thanks. Alejandro. And then, yes, thank you, Alejandro. <laughs> and then, you know, we, we put it in the hands of the capable people of Phil Abundance. They're amazing. They're yeah. the ones that, that get it out to the, the, to the masses. Absolutely. And, and if you do know someone who is food insecure, make sure you tell them about Phil Abundance. And, and that there is no shame in reaching out and getting... Uh, you know, a hand uh, when you need help, and that's what that's what the organization is there for. So mm-hmm. we're happy to support it, man. Food insecure. Yep. Uh, well, good to see you, my man. Thank you for being here. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Here's to another 25 and 25 after that. Yes. Beautiful stuff. Michael Barkin. Hey. NBC Sports. Philadelphia. All right, Casey, question. Yes. Are we talking to someone else now, too? We are supposed to. Yes. All right. As a matter of fact, Morris is bringing our next guest up to the stage. Hey. So yesterday we had an event in the parking lot here that used to be, it it morphed into this event. It used to be uh, a bunch of cars driving by here in the evening and dropping off food. And not unlike our Camp Out for Hunger, it started off as a smaller group. And then as years went by, it got bigger and bigger. And then it got ridiculous. Yeah. And then it had to be moved to a completely different time outside of the Camp Out for Hunger broadcast times. And uh, our buddy that we're going to welcome to the mic ended up doing a car show that takes place the day before. This is our friend, Mr. Jeff Walton. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. President of the Porsche Club. Yeah, and I just want to thank you for moving this event to midsummer. It was awesome yesterday. Isn't it a better idea? Oh, my God. All right, so uh, speaking of this type of weather, you had it yesterday for the car show. Uh, It was awesome. It was awesome. And I just want to thank all the volunteers. Uh, they put us through so quick that when Pierre and Brent Porsche finally rolled out of the bed and came over, um, there was hardly any cars left. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. So, so I do have some totals. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we had all kinds of clubs. So, yeah, that's what I want to hear, too. Yeah. yeah we'll start off uh, the low scores. BMW came in with 360 pounds. Tesla, 535. Mountain Roo and Jaguar. Mountain Roo is a Subaru club. They both came in at 628. Blacktop Villains, five, uh, 1,005 pounds. Nice. Wow. All the Corvette clubs together brought in 1,307. Nice. 
Pine Barren Venom Jeep Club. First time out, 1732. Uh, wow. Yeah. All Mustangs, Valley Forge, and Bucks County came in at 1732. Uh, Savage Off-Road was, uh, again, 1752. Cabot, uh, they were one of our sponsors, 7,500 uh, pounds. Whoa! Oh. Faulkner. Faulkner Auto Group, they yeah. were uh, a big sponsor. 33,716. Oh, my God! Jesus. Porsche Club. Okay? Yeah. We, had, we had a few Porsches there today, yesterday. It was 74,771 oh pounds. That's insane. For That's a insane. total, for a total, just under 70 tons, one, 139,470 pounds. Wow, 70 tons of food. Here come the cannons. That's huge, man. Thank you. Wow. You can't say it's not needed this year, but, man, that's amazing. That is massive, dude. Congratulations, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks to you guys. And we have to change that name now. It's... It's more of glamp out for... Uh, yeah, there you go. I right. like the sound of that. <laughs> the stage and everything is great. Thank you for all you guys do. And uh, let, let's beat this well, year's record. Thank you for, for being uh, an innovator and putting this all together. You do all the heavy lifting on this thing. Uh, yeah, we to had make the autocross yesterday as yeah. well. We raised like $1,000 for that. No. We had everybody going through the autocross uh, trucks and station wagons. It was fun. That's wow. awesome. Huge. All right. Thank uh, you, Jeff. Appreciate it, guys. Thank Love you. it. Yeah. Jeff Walton, everybody. Yeah. Porsche Club of America, and that's that's somebody who who say who it could start their own event. You know what I mean? He eventually took what their donations to this event. They made another event to help this event. It's all this this domino effect, man. It's what makes this thing happen. But as you said earlier this morning, we were so thrilled to have these incredible donations coming through on Monday. But again, this thing lives and dies by the individual donation. Yeah. So if you can get out here, we would love to see you because, as you heard Lori earlier from Phil Abundance say, uh, never seen it this bad. Yeah. Uh, see, by the way, with uh, 25 years, this is a this is the Preston and Steve radio history. That it's the story of our radio lives. Yes, it is. There's a group that have these WDRE banners. What? Back in the corner. That's the station that Steve and I started that at. That's first. amazing that you guys still have those. Thank you for bringing that out. Yeah, That's a treat. They're in good shape, yeah. They're in really good shape. I'm, I, I need to hear the story of how they ended up with those. Those are... Those are like 30 years old. That's unbelievable. They're probably the only 10 that the station had. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, let's take a break, gang, because we've got to come back with more. We have more people to get to. We have the Bizarre File and the other things that we normally do, but Camp Out for Hunger is underway, and it continues. Pierre Robert is going to be here. Brent Porsche is going to be here. You can come by in the afternoon and see us. We'll be right back with Xfinity Live on MMO. and Steve's 25th annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi or or make a 
donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Coors Light and Ariglio Beverage. The Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters Local 158. Local 8 Stagehands. United Rentals Reliable On-Site Solutions. TRG Mid-Atlantic and the General Building Contractors Association. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. All right. Uh, is there anything that I have not mentioned yet that I need to mention, Casey, as far as our hourly uh, love and all that uh, you stuff? You know what? Um, we do. Well, let everybody know what they can expect when they come by this afternoon. Yeah. All right. Um, later on today, we are going to have throughout the day because, you know, Pierre's coming out here and broadcasting yes. live. Brent Porsche is broadcasting live. So we do have meals uh, that are set up for those who come by and donate. Uh, first of all, refreshments throughout the day brought to you by Pepsi. So they're supplying that. Uh, Jersey Mike's is going to be providing lunch. Nice. Come by and see Pierre. Grab a sub, man. Yeah. They've got the perfect sub, whether it's made Mike's way or your way. Jersey Mike's, you could be a sub above it. And then for dinner, uh, later on tonight, I saw I'm here just a little while ago. Only got to say hi for a moment, but our buddy Steve Wilson, Wilson Secret Sauce Barbecue. So good. Uh, bringing more than your traditional barbecue. They are doing dinner tonight. What? Uh, so come by oh, yeah. and get a bite to eat. Uh, hang out. And, of course, you can go see them at Township Line Road in Upper Darby or online at SecretSauceBBQ.com. And, by the way, Steve Wilson and company, uh, they walk the walk. They contribute and donate to so many different groups and organizations. Constantly. Uh, after the Hurricane Ian, you know, Steve loaded up the truck and headed down there just to feed people. And so that's the type and, of and person they And they also did are. some looting, too. But that, that's... I, yeah, no, no. We're going to overlook that yeah. part of it. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, if you don't bring food to donate, you can stop by the Acme Donate and Go Tent, which is outside to support the Camp Out for Hunger as well. And the amusement rides from Skelly's are open. You can ride until, well, they just wrapped up. Uh, but again, today from 5 to 8, they're yes. going to be here. And maybe they'll be by early because, we, as Nick we said, we have them. some Flyers players stopping by. And yeah. we're going to see if we can do a game with them. Joel Farabee, Scott Lawton, and uh, Tony D'Angelo stopping by around 2.15 or so. And uh, we have put in the request for them to do the can drive. Right. And they have not yet said no. Well, that's a good sign. Yes. We'll let them get here before they say no. Right. Before we get to uh, the Bizarre File, we have a uh, guest who is stopping by to make a donation from Key Bank. Uh, we have Yusuf Tanis, who is here this morning. Hey. Hold on. Your mic's not working. We need the guest mics on, please, for uh, Yusuf. Try that again. Yusuf, how you doing there? No. Oh. Yusef, hang on. They're not saying boo. They're saying Yusef. All right, we're going to use this microphone over here. Liz, it's day one, and we're working on getting all our, by our the stuff way, together. But, Preston, they had to right, put this whole, this whole site together in half the time. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. All right, now we can hear you, Yusef. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Good morning. Wonderful. Congratulations thank on 25 years. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's crazy. We're finding it hard to believe. 25 years ago, this thing started. Uh, but you are here from uh, Key Bank. Could you tell us a little bit about KeyBank for those who may not be familiar? How many locations you have, where you guys are, and all that? Absolutely. So thank you all for being here. Uh, my name is Yusuf from KeyBank. Uh, I cover the southeastern Pennsylvania market. And KeyBank is a large regional bank uh, that covers 15 states across our footprint, 1,000 branches. Um, and we have long supported Phil Abundance and our local communities here um, in eastern Pennsylvania. And we're really glad to be here. Excellent. How long have you been with the, uh, the company, Yusuf? I'm sorry? How long have you been with the group? Um, with w, with uh, Phil Bundy? No, with KeyBank. Key I've been with KeyBank for six years. Okay. Um, I've had a chance to work in many different markets, uh, Pittsburgh, New York, but this is by far my favorite place to live, so yes. shout out to Philadelphia. Beautiful. 
And we love that you guys have partnered with uh, with Phil Abundance for all these years because you know what a great organization they are. That's right. We yeah. have partnered with Phil Abundance. Uh, we have teammates on our uh, at KeyBank that are on the board. Uh, and we have uh, long supported this organization, and uh, we are here to donate 45,000 pounds. Oh, oh, my God! 45,000 pounds. That's amazing. Yeah, I would love to point out, this is part of our uh, benefits package that we've had since 2017. Uh, we have invested $18 billion across our footprint. Half a billion dollars of that has been invested in eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, so we're definitely glad to be part of this uh, initiative today. That's terrific. Fantastic. Great. We can't thank you enough, Yusuf. That, Yusuf, that is wonderful news. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And please check us out. Stop by one of our branches or go to key.com. Thanks, Excellent. everybody. Let's hear it for Yusuf from Key Bank. 45,000 pounds of food. Just like that. That's... A lot of food. I'm trying to do that. That's 20, over 44,000. 22 tons. You yeah. changed 22 and a half tons. 22 and a half tons. Yes. Hey. hey. Got it right. 183 miles. Steve, you remember when Some, years ago when we would have Regis on? and oh, it would Regis, <laughs> Yeah. Regis constantly got it wrong. Regis had no understanding of actual weight. So he said, these wonderful kids out there at the Plymouth meeting and out there, they're raising food. And they, they've raised... 22,000 trillion pounds of food. <laughs> like, these are not even real numbers. No. And nope. that, they raise in equivalent the weight of the entire North American continent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went up to watch the show once and, like, I saw how they yeah. do it. I mean, they would just, you know, he had been doing it for so it long. But he would just, no, it wasn't even yeah. that. He would just walk through the hallways and, like, the producers would tell him things. Right. And then he'd sit down and he'd start talking. Like, that was his prep. So these uh, guys have raised. 44 billion trillion, and I think they're up to a gajillion pounds of food. Amazing. It's a wonderful thing. Thank you, Reach. No we love your support I'm throughout still the years. But I support the whole thing. Even though you're dead. From heaven. Um, by the way, real quick, I would like to uh, point out that this hour of the uh, Preston Steve Camp Out for Hunger uh, is sponsored by Philly Pretzel Factory. Oh! Where better gets made. Oh. Oh. Better gets oh. made there. So, yeah. all right, um, we have the bizarre file to do. So, uh, why don't we do that? Ryan, if you would, please give me the intro. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, uh, what am I, you're writing down several things. Yeah, because I don't have the sponsorships. Uh, they weren't given to me, so... Okay. A bizarre file sponsors, uh, Lorenzo & Sons. Lorenzo & Sons? Yes. In Westchester, Pennsylvania. There you go. And they're also in a bunch of other locations, too. <laughs> and we love so them. So if yeah. you can, if you're interested in good pizza, wander around, and maybe yeah. you'll come across one of their locations. You'll probably run into Lorenzo's. No, they're at Xfinity Live as well. And if you uh, like pizza... <laughs> They're great. They're All awesome. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, get to the stories I have here. A Vermont woman was mauled by a bear in her yard after letting her dog out. Uh, the attack occurred Wednesday evening at a condominium complex uh, in the Green Mountains. The bear uh, lives in a condo? No, no, no. She oh. did. Oh. And uh, the woman identified as 43-year-old Sarah Deedle uh, had let her shih tzu out when the dog immediately chased a bear cub up a tree. Uh, she described that the cub's mother subsequently charged her, knocked yeah. her to the ground, and began to maul her. Jeez. Uh, Deedle said uh, she came running out of the dark. She ran right into me. It was terrifying. Deedle called for help, and her partner was able to separate her from the bear. Uh, he smacked the bear. Break it up, ladies. Smacked the bear in the head with a heavy-duty flashlight. Uh, once back inside their house, the bear charged at the door. 
uh, when they opened it for their dog, but they were able to prevent the animal from getting into the house. Uh, they called 911, and Dita was transported to a local hospital. She was treated for non-life-threatening injuries to her head, hand, and side. How did he get mauled by a bear and survive? Yeah, and the, do- the couple's dog was found uninjured as well. <laughs> the dog wasn't touched. Uh, during their investigation, game wardens and biologists learned that a female bear with cubs had been seen regularly in the area throughout the summer and fall. They also determined that a bear-proof dumpster on the property was damaged and not being used properly. Uh, they also said that there were multiple decorative pumpkins outside the complex that showed signs of having been fed on by bears. Do you take your uh, pumpkins in early, Kathy, for fear that bears will come out and conjure Hawken? <laughs> no, but the squirrels them? destroy them. Yeah. All right, this is a pretty wild story of survival. Two miners trapped for more than nine days in a collapsed zinc mine in southeast, southeastern South Korea Walked out alive on Friday. Uh, it was a miraculous ending to rescue efforts that uh, once looked bleak. Did the Phillies win? Uh, the pair <laughs> had been stuck in a vertical shaft about 190 meters underground since wow. the mine collapsed on the 26th of October. Uh, rescue authorities said the two, both surnamed Park, came out after 221 hours underground. They're in stable health condition and have been sent to a hospital. Rescue workers began a, began a search for the two on Thursday by drilling a hole and inserting an endoscope in an effort to reach the point where the two men were trapped. But they misunderstood and treated it as a glory hole. Uh, the <laughs> oh, man. Rescuers said... No, the- we're trying to ascertain if you're alive. We appreciate the offer. <laughs> the rescuers said that miners were believed to have uh, pitched a tent. See? See? With plastic, and made a fire inside a tunnel to fend off cold. Uh, the miners were waiting inside and relying on each other with hope as they heard the sound of a blast from the rescue, uh, according to authorities. Now, the miners subsided on instant powdered coffee that they brought with That's them. Extra coffee. <laughs> Actually, you know, I thought this was going to taste bad, but it's really good. Oh, my God. When they went to work by drinking water falling down the shaft after using up the coffee. We got water, we got coffee, we got glory holes. We're living the high life. Mm-hmm. So they made it out alive. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. How about this story? A woman having dinner at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Manhattan stabbed a male patron after becoming enraged by his arguing with an employee Friday night. I mean, they've got some big steak knives there. They sure do. And she took one of these and stabbed this guy with it. The 24-year-old man began squabbling with a worker at the Uptown Market Steakhouse, the Uptown Mid, uh, the Upmarket Midtown Steakhouse, just after 10 p.m. and made such a scene that it disturbed diners at nearby tables, including two women enjoying a meal together, who told him to quiet down. I think I'm going to have to stab them. When he didn't, one of the ladies grabbed a steak knife and stabbed him in the back with it. Mm. That's insane. She and her friend then fled on foot without paying for their bill. Uh, uh, they, they were last seen. Maybe it was an elaborate was dine, dine and dash. dash. Yeah, That's exactly it. Uh, I've used that same tactic. They were last seen heading uh, east on West 51st Street. The man was taken to a hospital in stable condition and is expected to survive. I once shot someone in the foot to skip out on a bill at the IHOP. Wow. So they, they nearly, they, they've gotten away with it so yeah. far. Uh, Authorities in Arnhem, the Netherlands, will soon authorize people to shoot paintballs at wolves to make them less tame and more afraid of humans. What? According to reports... Why not laser tag? Paintballs will enable rangers to track the animals as well. 
Oh. Uh, the decision by the government comes after a video posted on social media shows a wolf strolling past a family in the region's Hogue Velvu National Park. Uh, the spokesperson for the province said that one of the wolves in particular appeared to be looking for people. Ah. Uh, environmental organization uh, Fauna Besherming has accused park officials of feeding the wolves because if they become too tame, they can be classified as problem animals and culled. So this is their way of doing it without having to cull them. For right. Now. Yeah. It's pretty wild because I saw the video. This big wolf just kind of wanders over to a family of three. They're gorgeous animals. Oh, my God. They are wolves. They're terrifying. Yeah. All right. And then there he is. There's Baltar. We'll do one more story and wrap it up. A man stealing stored wire high up on a power stanchion in Plainfield Township suffered a severe shock and burns when a live wire arced through him, throwing him from his perch about 50 feet up. The, the man had secured himself to the tower, so he dropped like 30 feet, and then he swung and struck the structure before hanging in the air until his screams were heard by hunters. That part was fun. It's not clear how long the man uh, was up there before he was found. The rescue attempt was dispatched just at about 5.45 a.m., once power company shut off electricity to the line, and that apparently was a process getting uh, the right utility to the site, uh, township firefighters were able to bring the man down with their ladder truck. The man who's in his 40s was badly burned as the electricity surged through him. Uh, they said he's going to have a tough road as far as uh, recovery goes. It's a long road. It's a long road. Uh, the man was talking on his way to the ambulance. He claimed he was deer spotting, not stealing. Uh, but he was actually after wire that's stored on the tower in case the work does need to be done on existing lines. So he told a fib. He told a fib. He's a liar, too. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for <laughs> you. He's desperately trying to find I don't have long road. It didn't, it didn't make the transfer. That's all right. Don't yeah. worry. All right. That's it for the bizarre file. Okay. Are we doing anything else or are we taking a break? No, we're going to meet some guests. Okay. We are yes. going to meet some guests. All right. And is it good guess. Is it our friends from PHL 17? Yeah. Okay. We're going to welcome to our stage, as this is very fluid, we have to let things flow like a fluid. We are like a, uh, we're like the, when they put Moses in the basket and he, oh, the, he just floated down the river. Yeah, you have to, the river we has are, to. We are Moses. Well, it's a long road. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there we go. And our Moses music to yes. bring him on. Uh, please welcome. Jenna Meisner and meteorologist Monica Cryan, the Delco duo from PHL 17. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks so much for having us. Our pleasure. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you as always. The Delco duo. You know it. I love that. What part of Delco? Both of us are from media, specifically. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's hometown. (laughs) That's where Y100 was for all those years. And by the way... Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I uh, Instagrammed, I believe, because you do the show. And yeah. Delco do, and you guys talk all things Delco. You got the friggin' king of Delco right here. I know. You got, That's you, what we hear. You need a guest position one time. Yeah, Casey is all Delco. We, yeah. we, we've never had a guest on the Delco duo, so Casey, you've got to be rules. our first. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else you should have as your first. <laughs> But so the the premise of it is like we we talk all things Delco, but it's really about you know solving people's problems or you know they send us issues. Think about Dear Abby. Yeah, right. and then and then we give them advice. So if, if you're if you think you could give advice, yeah, Casey. we'll call it Dear Flabby. 
You're flabby there. See, this okay. it's it works. Yeah, yeah. So the people that are looking for advice, do they have to be from Delaware County? No, they can be you from guys anywhere Delaware. on the map, but we just give it a Delaware County twist on okay. how so we you, respond. You, you have the prism of Delco to put it through. And do you believe that that yeah. advice yielded the Delco way is a more valid type of advice? Yeah, I definitely think it'll help everyone solve their problems the Delco way. You know what I mean? So you can be from Montgomery County, you can be from Philly, but we give a Delco piece of advice. And sometimes it can be rough around the edges. Okay, all right. But that's good. Sometimes you need to hear the real yeah. truth. Yeah, yep. Is this like uh, like marital advice, or what, are, what are people anything. looking for? It anything. You can have a problem with your neighbor, a coworker, a spouse. Yeah, it could we be just an inanimate object. It doesn't okay. even have to be a person. Okay. Yeah, like we had one yes uh, this Saturday about parking. Someone kept parking on the sidewalk, and so they couldn't get around. And so they said, you know, what should I confront my neighbor? And we said no. It gets dangerous. Yes. You really can't trust your neighbor. They might get mad at you. Wow, so they were parking on the sidewalk. Yes, on the sidewalk. They have parties, and all the cars in South Philly go on to the sidewalk. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, that's true. They, they, and they'll, they'll use the, uh, the most bizarre areas for parking. Right. Yeah. So now, we just helped them, and we said, do not <laughs> confront your neighbor. They might not be nice. Was there a solution out of it, though? Did you suggest setting the car on fire? Six people got shot. <laughs> yeah. Jenna said to call the PPA. I said to call the PPA. <laughs> That was my solution. But yeah. we have to put a disclaimer with this. The the advice is not always the best advice. It's just what we think <laughs> what is we the best. would do. Right. I think that makes sense. As the Delco duo. Yeah. Has anybody gotten back in touch with you to tell you that what how successful the advice was that yes. you gave them? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, people people email us all the time and they're and you know, sometimes they'll just talk about what they would do in that case. So we got we got a ton of emails from people telling us, you know, here's how I would have handled it, not like you guys. Or here's how you made the situation much worse. Much worse. <laughs> I'm divorced and my car's on fire. Exactly. Yeah. For a while, we flirted with the idea of Kathy doing something like that. It was almost like, you know, Kathy's court or yeah. something to... Yeah. Uh, to, to offer up yes. some unfiltered advice. Yeah, it was like somebody called in for, uh, they were like fighting, and, and I said I could be the judge between it. And yeah, right. relationship-wise. Give them, yeah. Because obviously we, we just are so successful, and we know what we're talking about. But <laughs> Absolutely. Just fun. Just it's fun. funny, though. Think about what was, what was Dear Abby's or Ann Landis, what were their qualifications? Were yeah, they, right? You know I mean? know. I don't as think you need know, any they, qualifications. They, right, right. There you go. And, and they certainly didn't, and they made... They're legendary for whatever the hell they do. We just, we just have a lot of thoughts and opinions. Right. So right, right, right. that qualifies. If people want to reach out with a question, how do they do that? You can email us, delcoduo at phl17.com. That's okay. how we get a lot of ours. But All I also said, medias. I said, oh, uh, you know, just DM us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And Jenna agreed. And then all of a sudden, she's like, well, my messaging doesn't work. I'm like, well, what? I've been telling people to message you for like a year now. Well, that's why you, you, you have to communicate periodically. <laughs> we keep everyone anonymous. Now, we know who you are, and we may be judging you, but we won't let everyone else know who you are. Right. So you guys okay. are also, you're on in the morning as well. You don't, yes. and we were on the same time, so, you know. Uh, yeah. We're, we do the, the weather and traffic for PHL 17 morning news, and we don't give our thoughts and opinion on that. That's <laughs> no. just general information. You'll never give advice during, like, a, a crime recap or something. <laughs> no. That guy should not have parked on the sidewalk. Back right. to you. It, you know, for the investigators, right. some advice. Yeah. Is there anything you won't touch as far as the subject goes where, like, I'm not, I'm not weighing in on that? No. 
Pretty much anything Nothing's is off open. Limits. Nothing's off limits. All right. So, so now that people know, now, now that your social media is working again, <laughs> yeah. if you have really profound... And so the, the show is on Saturday nights, correct? Saturday nights at 11.30. Like Monica said, since we're on in the morning, we can take a different tone on Saturday right. nights at 11.30 than yeah. we can during the morning. Uh, so it's really fun to have a different type of freedom. You're, so you if you're have... looking for an alternative to SNL. Ah. <laughs> you can take it down. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. That show has no history. Exactly. <laughs> Monica. Uh, you being a meteorologist, it yes. is unbelievable oh weather gosh. today. Today's the last day of this really good, toasty, warm stuff, right? Yeah, soak it up. Be this is your guys' nicest camp out for hunger, right? Ever. Well, the day, Ever. Yes, the day is, the weather's phenomenal. And I can actually say that's uh, that's verified truth because we couldn't reach a record today. So there's... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So for the rest right. of the week, I, I'm, I'm committed down for the rest of the week. Uh, I dressed up for you guys and for the uh, Y100 reunion, but um, yeah. uh, I want to wear shorts for the rest of the week. <laughs> and I am firmly committed to being winter shorts guy. <laughs> I love it. All right, so is that, is that feasible? No, it's going to be cold. All right. It's going to be cold. All right. Yeah, it's getting down in the 30s overnight, yeah. uh, yep. starting tomorrow, I think, or something like Tonight, that. Tonight, it's going down to, like, the 40s. Tomorrow, only in the 50s. So, soak up the 70s, guys. The, the right. thing that we mainly want to keep an eye on is because Wednesday night, we're doing this food trucks and fireworks event out here. And I think we're looking good for that, right? Yeah, for I Wednesday. mean, the, the nice thing is, is it's clear skies. Oh, excellent. It's just temperature. That's all we need. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. That's all you need. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for being here and covering this event. We appreciate it. Oh, we oh, love Camp Out for us. Hunger. That's we love it, guys. Thank you for all you do. Monica and Jenna, thank you guys yeah. for being here. From PHL 17, the thank Delco you. duo. I love it. All right, we need to uh, take another break, right, Case? Yes, sir. And then we come back. What are we doing? Lesson, question, trash, music, news, All that, that stuff? Yeah. All right, so we'll break. We'll come back in a second. The live uh, entertainment is still continuing with Chico's Vibe, and we want to remind you that, that uh, it continues broadcast with Pierre Robert and Brett Porsche. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. In fact, uh, we, we're done with traffic for the day, so I'm going to spend a little bit of time uh, giving some love to our friends at uh, Chico's Vibe. And uh, Ryan, you can bring the music down because uh, you guys have some gigs coming up. But I want to point out who is in the band and who plays what. Yes. On lead vocals, the man out front, the Chico, Mr. Dennis Chico. Playing keyboards and singing with the voice of an angel. We know him as the drunk mummer. Please give some love to John Gabby Gebhardt. I always said he looks like a teamster. He does. With, uh, you know, with the with, voice with, of an angel. With the voice of an angel. Uh, playing saxophone, Ed Gucci Mounds. On trombone and some pretty high-pitched vocals, please give some love to John Panky Pankinson. Awesome. Playing trumpet, we got Dr. Ed Jakubowski. Yeah. Also on trumpet, Tony DeSantis. 
Shredding up the lead guitars, Mr. John Yeddish. Yeah. yeah. And for today, the meat behind the beat on drums, Brian Farr. And the newest member of the band playing bass guitar, Shane Asarud. And that makes up uh, Chico's vibe. And Chico's got some events coming up, by the way. Uh, Chico, this thing, uh, the final Festival of Lights, that's at uh, Stu Soli's Normandy. It says D4. Or, or no, that's December 4th. Sorry. <laughs> D's nuts. D's nuts. Uh, no, uh, with Chico and uh, Gabby, it's going to be a 20-year tradition. Coming to a close, this is going to be the last one you guys uh, are doing? Oh, wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but you can go to chicosvibe.com for all the mation. They also said, uh, remember the Lily Walker Fund. You can turn on your green lights, uh, facebook.com slash megan.d.walker. Uh, but uh, also, they want you to check out the Vibecast, which is the official podcast of Chico's Vibe. And you can find that on uh, iTunes and Spotify as well. But Chico's Vibe has been a part of the Camp Out for Hunger. I mean, ever since, they're probably the first band we ever had at Camp Out for Hunger. I want to say, yeah. As a house band. Yeah, so uh, Nick and I had worked an event two years ago, and these guys were the band at the event. And we <laughs> were like, these guys are amazing. And then when we brought the idea to you guys about having a house band like The Tonight Show, Chico's Vibe was the, the very first name that came to my mind. Yep, and uh, they've been a part of it ever since. So we thank these guys. We love these guys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I do want to mention uh, my music news is at the bottom here, Casey. Oh, if you can grab that. I one. like how it looks like it. you guys play patty cake every couple minutes. I know it does. <laughs> uh, this hour's sponsor is uh, Subaru of our Camp Out for Hunger, and they're a proud partner of the Preston C. Camp Out for Hunger, and they're one of our uh, main sponsors and, of course, yes. main contributors as well. Uh, love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru, so we thank them very much. All right, we're going to do today's lesson question, and Nick, I'm going to have you supply that if you don't mind. We're going to give away a case of Victory Brewing's uh, new 6% Hazy IPA Brotherly Love Beer, and it's a beer with a purpose, by the way. So the question that we go with today is as follows. Nick, what do we have? For Steve Morrison, which reality show was a lot like the 2022 season for the Phils? <laughs> which reality show was a lot like the Phillies 2022 season? Ah, okay. Uh, sorry, I was confused. There seems to be an issue. Well, that music is not coming from here. It's no, it's coming back from the studio. Oh. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to. I'm like, nothing's happening. I'm, there's nothing on it. I'm fading these things. I want the music down a little oh, bit, and it's God. not. All right, so. Can't read it. There's, no, there's no words on it. I didn't even hear the question. Why don't we do the trash? How about yeah. that? All right, yeah. call if you know the answer to whatever Nick said. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Sounds about right. And we'll do the trash while you call in now. Hit it, Ryan. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by Monster Mania. See the biggest names in horror at Monster Mania Con 52 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center this weekend. And Oaks tickets are available online at monstermania.net. What's happening, Steve? Well, Gail King revealed one surprising item that her longtime best friend Oprah Winfrey always has in her purse. King says Oprah never leaves home without at least one barbecued turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Gomez is opening up about her recent wardrobe malfunction at the 2022 Emmy Awards, saying it wasn't as bad as it felt in the moment. For those who did not see it, Gomez was taking the stage to present an award when her gown completely ripped off her body, tugging at her mid midsection, causing her to projectile defecate onto Greta Thunberg. Oh, wow. <laughs> and finally, Kourtney Kardashian is revealed 
She feels mom guilt for leaving her three children for lengthy periods of time. The 43-year-old reality star says she can't help but feel that a good mother would be able to remember their names. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you, Steve. All right, we'll go to the phones uh, with an answer to this question. For Steve Morrison, which reality show was a lot like the Phillies' 2022 season? All right, we are going to go to caller Adam and see if we can get him on the line. Hey, Adam, are you there? Adam, can you hear me? Adam, can you hear me? Wait. I thought I heard a little something there. Come on. Adam? All right. Well, Hello? I'm, hey, yes. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Adam, I can hear you now. Yoo-hoo! Uh, Yoo-hoo! All right, Adam, what, uh, Nick, what was that again? Which reality show was a lot like the Phillies' 2022 season, Adam? Flirty Dancing. Flirty yes, Dancing. There we go. Hang on a second, man. We're going to set you up. You have just won yourself a case of Victory Brewing's new 6% Hazy IPA Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose, now available in six packs and 12 packs at a retailer near you. You can learn more about this beer and its mission. Visit Victory, visit VictoryBeer.com slash Brotherly Love. Cheers. All right, let's get to music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by the American Red Cross, proud supporter of Camp Out for Hunger. Make a difference in the lives of others. You can give blood through the American Red Cross to help hospital patients. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. So Saturday, it was a night to remember with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducting its 2022 members at L.A.'s uh, Microsoft Theater uh, with an edit version uh, coming at the event on November 19th, HBO. So this year's Rock Hall inductees included... Duran Duran, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, and Eminem. Uh, the Musical Experience Awards went to Judas Priest, along with producers Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Uh, early Influence Awards were awarded to Harry Belafonte and Elizabeth Cotton, with Ahmed Erdogan Awards going to uh, recording engineer, producer, and executive Jimmy Iovine, R&B singer and Sugar Hill Records founder Sylvia Robinson, and attorney Alan Grubman. Sadly, three inductees could not attend, with co-founding Duran Duran guitarist Andy Taylor revealing he's suffering from stage 4 prostate cancer. I was really bummed out to hear about that. Yeah, this is very bleak. Uh, Carly Simon, who is currently in mourning after losing her two older sisters uh, within the day of each other last month, also did not make the ceremony. And the great Harry Belafonte uh, is 95 years old and a little too frail to travel uh, to the ceremony. What do you mean? <laughs> Shake it off. Shake it off. Now, did we have a clip? Tally of, these bananas. Uh, did we have a clip of uh, Duran Duran? Yeah, we should have a clip of uh, them uh, announcing and reading a little bit of a uh, note from uh, uh, Andy Taylor. All right, Ryan, if you could play that, please. It is devastating news that to, to, know, to find out that a colleague, not a colleague, that's the wrong thing, a mate, a friend, one of our family... Um, is is not going to be around for very long. It, it is absolutely devastating. Um, we love Andy dearly. You know, I, I don't. It's. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stand here and cry. I think that would be inappropriate. But that's what I feel like. Well, that is just terrible. That sounds like he's definitely. It, it, it's he's at the end. It's oh, unless. Oh my goodness. What a great guitar player, too, That's man. Sensation. What was the, uh, the, the power station? Power station. He was the guy playing those guitar solos yeah. on, on Some Like It Hot and uh, uh, and Bang a Gong. Great guitar player. Underrated guitar player. So sad to hear that. 
Uh, the evening was an all-star gala with several surprise uh, guest appearances, including uh, Dave Grohl performing Easy with Lionel Richie. Uh, Steven Tyler and Ed Sheeran appeared with Eminem, along with Pat Benatar, Simon LeBon, and Rob Halford, all performing with Dolly Parton on her signature tune, Jolene. And... Appearing with uh, Priest were former members K.K. Downing and drummer Les Binks, as well as sideline guitarist Glenn Tipton, who's been battling Parkinson's disease. In, uh, inductors Bruce Springsteen and John Mellencamp uh, saluted the late Jerry Lee Lewis uh, with a show-closing medley of The Killers, High School Hop, and Great Balls of Fire. Uh, the performances included uh, Duran Duran being inducted by Robert Downey Jr. They performed Girls on Film, Hungry Like the Wolf, and Ordinary World. Pat Benatar was inducted by Cheryl Crow, and they performed All Fired Up, Love is a Battlefield, and Heartbreaker. Eurythmics were inducted by The Edge, and they performed When I Lie to You, Missionary Man, and Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Lionel Richie was inducted by Lenny Kravitz, performed Hello, Easy with Dave Grohl, and All Night Long. Wow. Carly Simon was inducted by Sarah Bariellis, and she performed Nobody Does It Better, and Olivia Rodrigo performed You're So Vain. Eminem was inducted by Dr. Dre and performed My Name Is, uh, Rap God, Sing for the Moment with Steven Tyler, uh, Stan with Ed Sheeran, and Forever and Not Afraid. Uh, like I said, the Musical Excellence Award went to Judas Priest, who was inducted by Alice Cooper, and they performed You Got Another Thing Coming, Breaking the Law and Living After Midnight. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were inducted by Janet Jackson. Um, and they did video salutes for Harry Belafonte and Elizabeth Cotton. Janet Jackson wouldn't have a career without those guys. And Amit Erdogan uh, was, the Amit Erdogan Awards were, were uh, inducted by, or I'm sorry, Jimmy Iovine was inducted by Bruce Springsteen. They did a video salute for Sylvia Robinson and John Mellencamp inducted Alan Grubman. Uh, Dolly Parton was inducted by Pink. And uh, Cheryl Crow and Zach Brown Band did 9 to 5. Uh, Dolly Parton did Rockin' and Jolene with other inductees. And then the Jerry Lee Lewis salute was done by Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp with Roy Bitten, and they did Great Balls of Fire. Did you mention that it was, uh, that she also announced that she's working on a full rock album? I, no, I'd heard that last week. Yeah. Uh, that she was going to do that, but did she talk about it That's at the apparently, ceremony? Yeah, yeah, she's going to do a full rock album, Dolly Parton. That's cool. All right, and then one final story for music news. Paul Stanley took time out to salute uh, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins while on board a Kiss cruise. Uh, Stanley was quoted as saying, The beauty of a great band is the chemistry between at least... Uh, at least of the people, it says. Yeah, that he was, obviously he was seasick. I, I think there means two people. I said people. <laughs> and Foo Fighters, that's Dave and Taylor. Taylor was as close to Dave as a brother. And Taylor, besides being a phenomenal drummer, I remember when I saw him with Alanis Morissette, I was like, Jesus, who is that guy? And he was also a super, super nice guy. Uh, one of those people that really, really love music, and it's a tragedy and a terrible loss. Regarding the photo showing them, he said, I'll remember that forever. We did a couple of things together. We did Do You Love Me? Uh, and we did Detroit Rock City. And Taylor kicked it in the ass. Taylor was a big Kiss fan. And again, nobody loved music like he did. So speaking out a little bit about that. artists are Kiss fans? I mean, there's just oh, yeah. one of the... Just every band you hear has yeah. some sort of love for Kiss. Yeah, they were larger than life. Yeah. I mean, especially if you grew up in that time, you just they were just the biggest thing around, period. Their, their philosophy, uh, they had a definite way they approached both day and night, Preston. Exactly. All right. And that's it in music news. I do want to mention that uh, Bimbo Bakeries oh, yeah. USA is our tent sponsor. Uh, and they make a daily donation. So... 
Uh, today, so they, they do a special donation. Today it's 500 loaves of Arnold 100% whole wheat bread. Uh, it's delicious, good nutrition for your balanced life. It is. Uh, we don't collect perishable food items at Camp Out, but... When they uh, arrange bulk donations ahead of time, they can do that with Phil Abundance. And they've been doing it every year, and, and it they really dis- makes a difference. And they distribute that immediately. So thank awesome. you to Bimbo Bakeries for donating 500 loaves of bread uh, to Phil Abundance. We appreciate that. Uh, and also, uh, the Camp Out for Hunger Games. We did play a game earlier, and I want to mention that is brought to you by Thomas's English Muffins and Bagels. From English muffins and bagels to swirl bread, Thomas's baked bread uh, makes a delicious breakfast, snack, or meal. You can visit your local grocery store to pick up your favorite Thomas's product and wake up to what is possible. Are you an English muffin fan? Oh, very much so. I love them. Peanut butter on a toasted English muffin is a wonderful thing. Yeah, and you know what? I'll use uh, English. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will use them occasionally uh, for a burger roll. Yeah, for sandwiches. That's not a bad idea, but you can't go wrong with some butter. And some fresh cinnamon from Sri Lanka. Yes. Yeah. Real cinnamon, not real cinnamon. Ow. Yeah. Wrapping yeah. it right Wake up and smell the Sri Lanka. <laughs> All right. Is that Sri Lankan cinnamon? It's real. All right. We have one final break to take, and we're going to come back and hand it over to Pierre Robert yeah. as we're racking up day number one. Uh, Chico's vibe, did it? Did I give you the days off? What the hell's going on over here? <laughs> come on. Now, we got Chico's vibe for one more. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Game up for Hunger on MMR. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Give up 100 day number one of the Preston and Steve live broadcast portion of the day. About ready to come to a close. And Chico's vibe once again. Our house band tearing it up again, year after year. These guys come out and make it a big part of the energy that we have going on here in the tent. It's so cool. It's essential. Yep. We missed it for a couple of years. Yep. We're happy to have them back, as always. So Kathy was just playing her zither for those past two years. Yeah. She can tear it up. Same. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's nice, but it's not the same as Chico's vibe. It's not. Without question. Uh, let me see. Quickly, I want to thank uh, Newman University, who is a proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. And they, again, are the video partner of the President and Steve Show Camp Out for Hunger. And so you'll see uh, a lot of results of what they do online and also when we do events and we need to do like a live video somewhere, Newman is handling that. So thank you to Sean and the gang there. Uh, the students provide uh, the morning show in the audience with visuals happening on-site as part of their hands-on learning experience. So these are students that are doing that stuff. Uh, and they're top-notch, Yep, honestly. Uh, and Newman University, discover the new you. Do I need to know that? Air, no? Next. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, so are we going to talk to this guy? Yeah. Okay, so Casey saw a gentleman 
uh, that was standing and was holding a sign. What did it say, Case? Uh, well, w- something about chomping something. Uh, can you hold the sign up so I can I can read it? I was trying to Let read it. Can, I, can I preface this with, I just did it for sensali- um, sensationalism. I don't actually mean it. It's just a joke. Okay. Love my wife very much. All right. And it says, uh, you who today is my 42nd birthday. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to holla at Sniffy's. Sniffles. Sniffles. I want to power chomp her love Wookie. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Do you, do you guys remember that at all I do years remember. and years ago? I do remember power chomp the love Wookie. I'm very familiar. And then, yes. and then the other side was... Oh, it says, uh, you guys want to see my new Preston and Steve tattoo I won. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what'd you get? Let's see I, it. So I have to give a shout-out to Marissa. She hooked me up with the artist, and he gave me the uh, pencil drawing of it. Yeah. But I got the Garbage Pail Kid tattoo uh, uh, illustration that you guys got oh, a couple years God. ago. Dude, that's great. That's it's, incredible. It's, I'm going back in two weeks to get it finished and coloring like the guy, like I sat forever. But I got this much done, and I'm getting the rest done in two weeks. What's the name of the artist? Do you remember? Uh, Brian. It's Brian. I don't know his last name. Brian from Floating World Tattoo. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Like, if you look at it, like, he's got the crease marks in uh, Preston's pants. <laughs> so it is, it is, the detail is just incredible. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. And, and that callback is pretty wild that you went all the way back to the love wookie. Yeah. Listen, I've been holding on to that forever. I, I, I love you guys. Uh, uh, I've been uh, holding on to that. And your name is Eric? Yes, sir. Where are you from, Eric? I live in Sewell now, but I'm from Philly and, you know, I've been around for 20 years. Uh, well, thank you for listening to the show and for being here. We appreciate that, man. Thank you guys for doing everything you do. I love the fact that it's not lost on you, the position you guys have, and you guys utilize it for good. I, I, I uh, thank you. for you guys as much as possible. We love you. Let's hear it for Eric, guys. Yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks buddy. Preston, she said, on a Monday, it's usually a slow day, and we've got a oh. blocking group down here. Dude, you know what? It, uh, part of the reason that, that Pierre, uh, Pierre Robert ended up doing a broadcast from here in the first place was we came down, we did a show, it was on a Monday, and nobody showed up. Like, next to no one was here, or some did, and we're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is going to tank. This is going to be horrible. Nobody's going to be here, and we need help. Call Pierre. Get yes. Pierre here. We need, we need the power of Pierre Robert. <laughs> you remember when he was out in the parking lot, like, trying to wave people in one year? He was literally in the street. Yeah. I think it was in Broad Street. Uh, I went out with a live microphone on Broad Street, yeah. and I was stopping traffic. Did that work? Not really. <laughs> um, it, it really annoyed a lot of people, a lot of motorists that were on Broad Street, but uh-huh. I didn't give an F. A for F, though. You, you called, you put the bat signal out, and I came flying down. And I said, you must pull in, give money, give something, we'll take a tire, you know, and um, if you put gravy on it, it's still chewable. It's still chewable, it's good for the uh, motor functions of the mouth. Yes, yes, we'll strengthen Um, that. Yeah, but I think it was the very next year that after that, that I, I sir. Well, I, we staggered it for a while, yeah. and we just said, F it, let's just have all of us. No, yeah, you would do like a, like a Tuesday, yeah. and then Jackson would do Wednesday, and then all of you on Thursday, and it was that type of thing. But now it's like, all right, everybody, come on down. And then Matt Cord would even do the evening show on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. That was great fun. That turned oh, into man. a wicked party. It, it did. Was, um, it became like <laughs> insane. I don't know if we're doing that this week or not, because uh, it, we, well, it also tended to wake you guys up because you would try to yeah. go to bed. that's the but issue. We, and then we'd just be carrying on. And and someone would bring out a few beverages, and we'd be firing guns into the air. <laughs> yeah, it was fun for a while, and then it, then it was not fun. <laughs> I thought it was always. I fun. loved it. I mean, it was. Dude, I loved I, it. people would bring up just cases of beer, and we'd hang out in here and have. We do a little bit of that. We just we shut it down a little earlier than than usual, but cool. nonetheless, we are so happy you're here, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, it's. A-
Wow. Ah. The John Rickles theme. That's your intro music yeah. now. It's a little late, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you didn't get official intro. You just started talking, and we didn't get to say, ladies and gentlemen, Pierre Robert. They're your people, Pierre. What? They're your people? They are your people. Oh, my people. God bless you. They're your penis, Pierre. <laughs> Vote for me tomorrow. I'm not... Just write me in. Um, you might win. But, you know, I did want to mention, in terms of voting, not only is tomorrow Election Day and every vote counts, so please get out and vote for the candidates of your choice. It's so important. Tight races. You want to talk tight? Baseball, football, the games... Tight election right here in Pennsylvania, so get out and vote. But your vote also counts here. We've heard, you know, this morning I've been listening all day. I've been hearing these amazing, gigantic donations from some of the great corporate sponsors that have started, that have made this Monday already a huge success. However, don't let that dissuade you from thinking that you don't count, that your bag of food or one can of food counts. It absolutely counts. To me, it's even more important. To me personally, it's the individual donation that makes the difference, makes you feel better, because uh, in this crazy divided world, the one thing we can all agree on is you can't let anyone go hungry. And uh, so uh, it's, it's a point of... Um, that everyone can just get behind. So oh, absolutely. Come on down. Yeah, uh, uh, Pierre, uh, uh, Preston brought it up early in the morning, and, and that's, and I think it was very valid, is that uh, this began as that grassroots bringing actual physical food down, uh, and, and there's something very tactile and wonderful about that. Uh, we want to encourage people to do that as well. There's many options if you want to come down in your bay, and Acme has all sorts of different ways for you to take care of that. But if you, if you want that general... Uh, experience. There are people out there ready to take your food donations, pack them up, and send them out. You know, those are immediately turning around. Right. Do you have the food store that you can? Yeah. With Acme. Acme is here. Yep. Cool. And you can you can pick up food here and and buy it and, and go drop it directly in the box over here. It's wonderful. So you you spend a short amount, a little amount of money. You get a bag of food. You bring it over. You drop it in. Yes. So even if you didn't have food, you could come down here and and uh, buy food. So that's yep. amazing. It's called the Acme Donate and Go Tent, and it's okay. right outside those doors over there. Excellent. Excellent. So. Uh, Pierre's going to be here, and uh, and then Brent is going to be here later on. So you can you can stop by and hang out for the afternoon. We got food. Uh, Wilson Secret Sauce is uh, offering up. Or wait, are they doing? They're doing dinner they're tonight. Doing dinner, yeah. Jersey Mike's is lunch today. Right. So there's there's food and uh, reasons for you to come and, and hang and be a Whoop. part of this whole thing. Uh, we do need to do the letter of the day because we got a prize. You ready for that? Yes. All right, go ahead, Ryan, if you will. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. F as in food. All right. That's perfect. And we will give away on Friday a... We're, we're going to give you beer for a year from Victory Brewing Company. They're giving you uh, 12 cases of Brotherly Love Hazy IPA uh, aimed at giving back to the city of Philadelphia. You can drink beer and do good with Victory Brewing Company. So we will give that away on Friday. Uh, do you have some cool stuff planned for today? Man, it's flat out warm out, so it's, it's yeah, an outdoor I, day. I'm a light coat on, which I don't need at all. Yesterday, uh, Brent and I came down for the fill a trunk thing, and uh, people were driving like maniacs all through the parking lots here because they had a little sports course yes. set up. And as uh, Jeff mentioned earlier when he was on, they brought so much food, all those. Uh, we had a huge early don uh, uh, contingent of volunteers, thanks to the Sunday volunteers that came out, that were unpacking all those car uh, clubs. They did a great job with that. 
but on this program today, we will have Incubus, we will have Tom Petty, we will have Foo Fighters Block, and uh, we will also, uh, I think that probably the highlight of the program will be when I interview some of the uh, 76ers. Flyers. No, Flyers. Yes. Flyers. That's what I, that's, uh... Actually, you know what, Pierre? Uh, there's a guy named Tony D'Angelo who's coming over, and uh, he's a new acquisition, but he grew up in South Jersey, grew up listening to MMR. He knows all about the Camp Out for Hunger. He's really excited to be here today. Okay. So it'll be cool to have a fly. You, you'll be able to relate to Tony D'Angelo of all the guys. I wonder you're going to help me. Come and <laughs> yes. help me with I'll, And, and I'll be, be here. here. Yeah. We'll help yeah. you. And, and Pancake uh, will be here, too. Okay, good. Nice. I can do it, though. Uh, he can. Yeah. He can do it one-handed. He just doesn't want to show off. Yeah. I yeah. just don't want to show off. All right, well, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought you today by Campbell's Chunky Sex Hunger, proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by Horizon Services. Same-day plumbing repairs or it's free. You can get up to $200 off of repairs. Uh, book fast at horizoneasybook.com. Uh, we'll be here throughout the day, Steve and I, the, gr- the crew. So if you stop by, maybe we'll be uh, in or out of the tent. We'd love to say hello to you. Tomorrow on our program, though, we will have G-Love here. Yeah! And he's going to be performing live. Scotty Hartnell and Danny Briere of the Flyers will be here. Uh, plus voice of the Flyers, Jim Jackson, will be joining us. And we have a game called Meltdown. It's this gigantic inflatable game, and that's from uh, Betty's Party Rentals that we're going to be playing around it's with great. tomorrow. It's awesome. So we will have a good time. We hope you'll be able to join us. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Thank you again to Chico's Vibe for being here. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Yay! Steve. On 93.3 WMMR.